0: This podcast may contain swearing, will contain spoilers, and may contain some drunken slurring because Steve's decided to hit the vodka a bit early.
1: medicinal is that, is that what you're going for yeah you're Jules bought the lurgy you're
0: going for medicinal approach yeah a little, yeah medicinal right. yeah
1: no no i'm good no, i'm good right yeah just a little bit uh a little bit coffee and that so just, just trying to clear out the uh vocals was are... you yeah well i mean it doesn't help that you've actually got beer cheap continental yeah. beer it's quite gassy it is a little bit gassy so that might actually have some sort of bearing as to how this goes right okay Editing out belches. We're doing on Sunday. All no, right, so we can belch freely then, and then no, not really. Edit. No, right. no, it's the same as when you eat sweets and I have to edit it out. It's just oh. rude, isn't it? Sorry. Well, okay. Apologise. Right, everybody, welcome to episode fifteen Gee, of books. Movie Drone. I was excited when we got to three. I was surprised we got <laughs> to three. <laughs> not not so much excited. Right. You, yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Well, been, yeah. Actually, running quite a few months now. So yeah. All good. Things going on. It's all a bit manic, isn't it? It is a little bit manic at the moment. Yeah, it's it's. I'm definitely in need of a little bit of medicinal alcohol, just because it's got a bit. The net has come in. as it has. Yeah, as we are feeling a bit closed yeah, in, and we're rushing. Yeah, yeah, we we've got a lot going on, on and off the podcast. I know, and it actually means that I need to spend more time than just this with you tonight. I
0: know. We're actually having a proper night together after as well. Not like a. Paid night, not one of those special nights. No, no. Um, but yeah, we, we got a movie to watch tonight. We well, have yeah, after this, yeah. But a takeaway, dirty takeaway. Yeah. And then we get to go and watch a film together tomorrow and record more for tomorrow because we're doing a guest slot.
1: It's a, Yeah, the net closed pretty quick. We've had ages to sort it out. Like ages. Yeah, we, in fairness, <laughs> we've been
0: given plenty of time. Um, but, but I think we both work better under pressure.
1: It's what I'm going for. <laughs> drunk,
0: drunk. <laughs> it's going to be good.
1: Yeah, I mean, apologies. I mean, just to let you know, we are um, going to watch a film tonight. Um, we are guesting on Takeover Tuesday for yeah. one movie punch. So, yeah. let's just apologise in advance for what we come out with. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's
0: very professional. <laughs> We're not.
1: I don't know if you've noticed. Yeah, been working on it weeks.
0: We yeah. weeks. Yeah. 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 Um, it's just. I mean, <laughs> wow. I mean, if someone puts a bit of work into their podcast, I mean, go and listen to his because he puts a lot of work in. Yeah, he does. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's quite impressive. And That's quite why we've got Boris yeah. us. Really. Well, we've
1: got a crap together, haven't we? So tonight is the night. Yep. We watch the film. We're going to write our review. Yep. Um, and get it all sorted, and then yeah. record tomorrow. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> so how
0: have you been, anyway, my friend? I've been alright. I've I've been busy. All right. Um. Had a bit of a stressful night last night. Um, I had a long day at work and a night to go and work afterwards. I don't know if I mentioned it. A lot, yes. Yeah, I, I did mention it a lot. Um, basically, I had to go and fit a couple of locks, and the idiot that went to site to look at them before ordered them wrong.
1: And then when I got there, they didn't fit. I'm, I'm just- Sadly, <laughs> that idiot's me. <laughs> I'm just trying to work out how many uh, listeners we've lost in that two sentences Yeah, well, I, sentences. Mean, I mean, yeah Basically, <laughs> I was supposed to sort it
0: out I sorted it out wrong and it came back and bit me That's that's another
1: listener lost
2: There we go
0: <laughs> well, let's, let's lose the Think rest the of lie. them How's your the week lie. been yeah. with your
1: spinach and kale machine? I just like, DIY monthly podcast. we just listen to instead of that right. How's my week been? No. I've been all right, like I so say. Sending me video. videos of kale
0: and spinach machines working. Oh, that's good, eh? Yeah, it was. I was very impressed with
1: it. Me at the end? That's the rest of the listeners yeah. gone. <laughs> Shall we move on, then? We,
0: I mean, I've got some big
1: news first. Okay. If we can surprise do, news. Surprise big right, news. Okay. I, mean, I love it when you surprise me. Yeah. You don't want really to get it wrong. Well, I want uh, you to be as excited <laughs> as me
0: about this. This is our first episode that is actually being sponsored.
1: <laughs> By whom?
0: My mum... <laughs> purchased us two bags of Movie Drone sweets, <laughs> which you'll see overflowing.
1: She has sponsored us two lots of sweets. So do you have to do like a, a thing that's go to Sue for all your sweets needs? <laughs> yeah, well, sponsored I mean, she's, by
0: she's Sue. not asking for any promotion from the back of it. I, think I just it thought it was, important. Yeah, it was
1: just important to point
0: it out that we're being sponsored. We've hit the big time. Nice. We're guesting on other podcasts. Nice. We're
1: receiving sponsorship.
0: It's it's only up.
1: Maybe you should actually do a like a little... Advert. Right. It? A little singing advert. A little singing advert. That's so, yeah. Yeah. Sweets. Should probably have like a queue of people out the door wanting sweets. Do you think? Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> well, you've been giving these sweets. She'd you for that. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, I've noticed, just one more thing. Yeah. I've noticed yeah. uh, that there is something uh, on the chair. And yep. I was hoping that you was joking last Do- week. <laughs> There is a guitar on the chair. There is a guitar on the chair. For the question time. Okay. Yep. There is. Both of them. Okay. The Jackson main one and the real one. Okay. So what listeners we have actually got left after your story of locks. I'm determined to lose a lot of them (laughs) tonight. (laughs) Single-handedly. I'm really pleased. Um, So uh, shall we just announce quickly, we're doing this slightly different again this week. We are. We are running through standard but we're not doing the review before homework we're no. doing the review after and there is a reason that we're not going to go into totally no, because we don't know if like we're going to be able to pull it off yeah suspense no, no
0: it's not that we can't pull it off steve it's no, just it's a bit of suspense
1: <laughs> lastminute.com <laughs> yeah, again
0: <laughs> no we've done all right we've just been waiting for the postman a lot but we've not properly tested it <laughs> <nothing>. <laughs> it's gonna be fine it's technology what could go wrong
1: everything you're in charge of the technology i you? know so everything <laughs> yeah
0: yeah there, there we are
1: right uh so yeah so we're doing it a slightly different today so homework will yeah. be for the main review um and let's move on so you have um some thanks to I do. do i do i uh, do we've got the usual crowd
0: um of mike mike and oscar um ryan one movie punch um casual cinecast um We've got a couple of new ones, which is The Blood and Black Rum, uh, which is a horror podcast and also does classic films. And then I love the description of this one. It's the Let's Get Shitty Show podcast. <laughs> and it's a weekly discussion of comedy, culture, bodily fluids, buttholes and philosophy. <laughs> I that, was oh, you gotta check that one. Yeah, then. I thought it was amazing. Definitely. Um, and
1: then to Lime Link and potter Family. Cool. I mean, there's a lot of horror podcasts that we've noticed, obviously, over Halloween. Mm. There's podcasts doing a lot of different stuff for Halloween. Yeah. Um, it's been really good, isn't it? And uh, Mike, Mike and Oscar, they watch all the films. Yeah, they the do. The
0: whole
1: lot. I think they did it uh, 11 films over 8 episodes, I think. I'd have to do that separately from you, I think. I don't think I could sit for that long and watch them with you. I mean, they must really like each other. Well, maybe they did watch them separately. Maybe they yeah. hate each other like we do.
0: I don't hate you. Do you
1: not? No. Oh. I think despise (laughs) is a better word and I tolerate you right so that's good yeah thank you everyone for all of your support um we've picked up or listened to some really good podcasts recently yeah some really good ones yeah picked up some some good people to talk to over twitter and
0: guiltily i've been listening to some people we've been interacting with for a little while and it's just getting around to listen and actually they're really good they are really good yeah, yeah. some really good ones
1: yeah i think we're a bit monotone compared to a lot of especially the american ones they seem to get into it and enjoy it a lot more than we do well without stereotyping and typecasting people with the reserve British and the over the top Americans. <laughs> it's, we, we basically stereotype ourselves. We are just reserved. It doesn't actually sound like we enjoy anything. No. That no, might sum us up, actually, I suppose.
0: I mean, the fact that we got to episode 15 says we must get some kind of enjoyment out of yeah. this. Well,
1: i definitely get enjoyment over the next bit. <laughs> Yay! Good little segue. Yeah, it? thank you very, very much. much. Um... So uh, yeah, we've. I mean, I've discussed this basically with you, and I've done this one. We've got some good um, things coming up, I think, for the next segment. Marked movie impressions. We've got some some good ones, haven't we, on the pipeline? Yeah, um, we <laughs> just got to get know, through this, this crap one. <laughs> 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 it's not good. No, so uh, I, I gave you this one. You did. Um, Thank you so much. Yeah, that's all right. No worries. We keep on uh, about one. Keep dropping hints um in the car yeah, not so. the other one though no i just added that one because i didn't think it would be very good <laughs> and apparently doesn't sound anything like it so. good that's what the point isn't it yeah yeah no it's, it's a yeah one.
0: but i mean something like it okay We're, apparently not
1: <laughs> similar to the uh, Doctor Malcolm one. <laughs> um well, okay let's move on again my favorite part of the show um this is mark's movie impression and this week i gave you uh that he dropped hints for, Max the Alien from Flight of the Navigator. And uh, just as a little sort of uh, a side swipe, I gave you C-3PO with that. You did. So, This the, is
0: the, <laughs> the, the man from the film I've seen once. <laughs> yeah. Um, um. So this is, ready? Yeah. Can we, uh, p- shall I tell the story? Apparently it sounds like someone from... An animated cartoon, which I'm, I mean, I'm an adult, I don't watch cartoons
1: unless it's like the raccoons or gummy bears or something like that. I think you should let everyone decide for himself. Yeah. really. Yeah. You can know I mean? guess who it actually sounds <laughs> like. I don't think we get anyone come back and say it sounds like C-3PO, but there you go. <laughs> right. Ready? Yeah. Ready? Yeah. Okay. So this is Mark's movie impression for episode 15, and this is Max the Alien, <laughs> when he met <laughs> C-3PO. Oh,
0: dear. We're doomed.
1: Compliance.
0: You'll be malfunctioning within a day, you near sighted scrap pile. That could have been your head, David. My parts are showing. Oh, my goodness. Compliance. I think I could be mistaken. Ooh, a threat. I'm really shaking. After all, he's only a wookie <laughs> See you later, navigator. Yes, I <laughs> <laughs> happened to see 3 po Even it weren't that bad when I was rehearsing it. Oh, man.
1: Oh. <laughs> uh, all, all it does of sound like that. Does it sound like that? Yeah. It does, yeah. Does it? Shall we say it or not?
0: You can say I mean, I don't know who it is. Yeah. It's, Do you not? It, it, I've it, never watched it.
1: It did sound like Stewie from Family, Family Guy. God. It did sound Compliance. like Stewie from Family Guy. Oh, Brilliant. I like Excellent. the Flight of the Navigator one. Compliance. <laughs> one. It seemed to repeat a bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he only said it twice. Oh dear. I
0: Brilliant. mean we've we've basically got C through three PO slash Stewie. Yeah. Um meets Flight of the Navigator max
1: slash Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we've got some better ones in the pipeline. I yeah. really am. Um, but anyway, yeah, brilliant. <laughs> I'm, Thanks. I'm, I for was remember. hoping
0: it was sort of dying a death.
1: No, but. no, no, no. We've we found some. We found some mm. uh, it, that we haven't done. Some really good yeah. ones. Yeah, I'm really pleased. Right. Uh, excellent. <laughs> Thanks very much, mate. No, uh, really okay, so shall we move on to? I'm uh, uh, dreading it.
0: What are you dreading? Is that, that in
1: tune? I don't know, we'll find out, I suppose, will <laughs> not we? I don't think I've ever heard you playing tune. Have you not? I don't know if it's a guitar's fault. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's like all the right notes just might be in the wrong order. Okay, right, okay. Let's move on to uh, the next Am I section. setting up? Am I getting ready? Yeah, go on. All right, hang on. Fang. Okay, so if you remember from last episode, was it? Well, it's it been is. ongoing, is it? We've been trying to decide. Someone was cussing off the... Uh, the music that we had for question time yeah. and then Mark started singing and then I don't know how we got to this point I you really thought don't. it was funny I... with an edit oh I, yeah, I thought it was funny I t- editing it and trying to do it and now I'm sitting here and you are sitting in the chair yep with a guitar there we are this is my worst nightmare. I think I walked out of the last pub that you've done a gig on. I, I might walk out, you um, know. I think I think you were so pissed last time you saw me play. Probably you didn't have even a, remember. While it. you're doing it, I'm gonna have more beer. So, okay, shall we move on to Can the next section? Right? Yes. <laughs> shall we move on <laughs> to the next section? Yeah. And this is one that we like to call Question Time. This is a Jackson Maine one, yeah. Question Time.
0: <laughs> question time. Question time. Time for the question. Question time. There you go. Now, do you want the real one?
1: <sighs> yeah, go on. Yeah. <laughs> you,
0: you got to edit this one to put it in there. This is the one we're using forever. Okay. Yeah?
1: Go on then.
2: Quest in time, question time. Time for the question, question time.
1: Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Well yeah? done for having the gall to do it, yeah. do you know what I mean? Clearly done embarrassed that easy, do I? Uh, no, 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 well, well, like I say. We we're there now, we're sorted. We We've sunk to new lows tonight, <laughs> we really We're are.
0: sorted, it's all done, that's
1: music forever, <laughs> sorted, done. <laughs> I'm going to, I have to try and edit, I'll see. I'll see if I can edit the two together.
0: Okay,
1: oh, I, why? No, I could, well, no, I don't even want to edit it because I've got to listen to it all again, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'll just leave it in as it is. So um, you have a question. I do. Uh, okay, do you want to tell us all what it is?
0: Yeah, this is from
1: a long-time listener I
0: Listen to every episode, uh, Miles. He's actually emailed in this time, and he would like to ask us movie droners uh, about which film we've been most surprised by uh, that we've gone and seen that's, that hasn't received the hype or not necessarily that we've gone and seen but we've watched, didn't expect much, and it surprised us. And would also like to know what film we've also gone and seen that's been so built up and you've just left massively disappointed. Cool. Good one. Yeah? Interesting one. Yeah. Quite easy for me, one of those. Was it? Yeah. I don't know whether it's just because it was recent, but... Oh, right. There recent. we go.
1: As long as it's not Star is Born. Stop talking about Star is Born. I love the Star is Born. Such a good film. <laughs> right. Over to you, you then, are. mate. you right. going to answer it? Yeah, should we do
0: the one we're most surprised by? Okay. I yeah. think you're going to love it. Okay. I think you're going to love it. For me, Ravenous. Oh, that's good. I, I just keep wanting to watch it, mate. Have you watched it again? Yeah. Have you? Yeah. Really? Yep. Yeah. And I wanted to hate it. Even the start of it, I was like, this is terrible. Even the look of it, the synopsis, everything, the clip, uh, trailer, everything on the lead-up, not interested. The second it dropped and I loved it, I was so gutted. It's but, great, isn't it? Yeah, it is great. It, it is, is actually great. I've actually thought about texting you and going, Do you want to come around and watch Ravenous? <laughs> <laughs> it's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I probably would.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm really glad. Yeah, there we are. No, that's good. It just it uh, shocked me totally. I'm really glad about that. Yeah, it really shocked me. I'm glad you could actually see why I liked it. I mean, it yeah. makes it, it's, that's probably made the homework worth it. Yeah,
0: yeah totally. It? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Also, I'd, i, I to see you download it on my Amazon account, and it was probably sitting on there for a
1: nine a year, Yeah.
0: and I never was even in Trudge's I know
1: you just you turned your nose up, didn't weirdo. you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I've actually I've got a couple a couple of honourable mentions. Okay. Um, one of them is actually homework as well. Wow! And it was almost famous. Hey, I was quite surprised, definitely yeah. by that. I really yeah, enjoyed you was that. On I've a bit of, a of that before, were not you? I was. I wish that most of the ones since then had been like that because <laughs> yeah. uh, that was good yeah. and then uh event horizon was another one because oh, well, so i was right yeah. into my horror films and yeah. didn't expect much for that did and, you not uh, no i didn't oh, okay no i didn't what um, made you think well, what made you not expect a lot from i it? think just the, the cast i mean Lawrence fishburne sort of ends up in in movies and the, you know what i mean they're never normally that that great yeah. um and uh, sort of like the premise and that's sort of been done a, uh, over and over again and mm. Um, I just thought it was a rip off of Hellraiser, but no, it was. I thought cool. it was fantastic. Yeah. But it's actually quite a sad one, I think. Um, mine after yours. Um, my surprise good yeah. is actually John Wick. Okay. With Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Um, when it when they obviously announced it and it came out, I was just expecting him to be going through the motions and doing all this. Yeah. And and uh, I actually really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed that He's when it coming, came out.
0: At the risk of the wrath. Of other people I find him quite a One dimensional actor Yeah but uh, um, So that does surprise me But that's good Because I've never seen that
1: Well no I mean He doesn't really change he, he doesn't sort of Come out But he plays that I mean he plays Obviously a, a hit man mm-hmm. um, But the action in it Was really good And like I say I like the story um, And yeah I was really surprised um, I think it went Under the radar A little bit But mm-hmm. yeah that, That's my uh, My surprise one Great
0: Yeah um, Miles is Right Was Saving Grace
1: Okay. What's
0: seen it? Um, it's about an OAP, a British film, I think. Uh, OAP Who Grows Weed. Oh, it's The Weed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I think he sort of caught it on, I think it was a Film 4, maybe? Film 4 right. production? Yeah. I think he just caught it on the off chance, and one of those he just sort of thought, oh, that was really great. There's a lot of good English films like that, though, aren't there? There is. Like. There is. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Quite a few. Oh, that's a good one, Miles. Mm. Well, I've not seen it, but...
0: I've seen it a long time ago. Right. Um don't remember much about it, but I might have to revisit that one. Yeah. Um Right, so, so the film most built up. Yeah. I think you're going to love this one as well. Right. Um, although, hopefully, it's redeemed itself recently. And it was a film I was so excited about. Right. I, I've never been that excited going to the cinema for... Have if you one. not? I mean, I've seen you excited going yeah, to the no, cinema no, a few times yeah. recently. Um, no, I was super excited. It was one that I was... Just wanted to be such an amazing film, and it was such a pile of shit. Right. Um, and it was Jurassic World. Right, hated it. Absolutely hated it. Right, you liked that the new the next one. Right, redeemed. I didn't That's you why. Hated it that's why I was so excited that he, rede- he was last chance to loom for me on the the whole sort of franchise. Right, and I thought it redeemed itself a little bit on that one. But that other one,
1: terrible. Right,
0: absolutely. I've hated heard that it.
1: before. I think. From, from some other podcasts on that yeah. saying that, that one. I mean, yeah, I thought that was a pile of pony. I fell asleep. It, it was awful. It was just terrible. Right. Well, I've got, I mean, I suppose the same sort of thing with franchises. So um, there's a couple that I was really disappointed with. Um, first one was Live Free or Die Hard. Mm-hmm. The last one in the Die Hard yeah. series. Um, and the number one was indiana jones and the kingdom of the crystal skull okay yeah because we love indiana jones yeah, movies yeah. do you know what i mean yeah. and i was sort of thinking what i mean what how are they maybe linked and i think it was where they added characters so obviously you you had um i can't remember who played him but you had uh, bruce willis's son in live free or die hard yeah. and then you had shia labeouf as yeah. indiana jones's son and it just took away from the main c- i thought they were pony yeah. Like, really bad. Really disappointed with those two.
0: Yeah, no, I suppose, yeah, just leave alone. It's that temptation to keep playing with something, isn't it? Yeah,
1: I mean, I'd rather have um, Bruce Willis or John McClane new Die Hard film in a plane or on a train yeah. or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and Indiana Jones doesn't really need extra characters. Do you know what I mean? Just give him yeah. a bit of action and do that. Really disappointing. Really disappointing. I can, I can sense no, it. One. Yeah, I'm going to fight someone. Uh huh. <laughs>
0: Uh, Miles is. And I had to speak to him and just double check on this one.
1: By email or face to face? Face to face.
0: I had to go and find him. I I weren't having this. He
1: just emailed him, mate. I wanted to to confront
0: him, really. (laughs) It was more... And he explained it, and I had to accept his explanation. Um, His one is lost in translation. Right, Okay. Um, And the reason he's given this... and. I had to fully accept it after he told he said when it was out it was everyone was telling him how great it was it it was in the cinemas it was everywhere it was talking about the Oscar nominations it was just built up massively and he went and sat and went and watched it and I kind of get it it it, it was never going to be my favourite film but I enjoyed it more than saying it was a mass disappointment but I suppose I didn't have that huge build up to it if I would have had that big build up perhaps I would have been a little bit
1: yeah. More disappointed. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, it's not for everyone, though, really, is it? I mean, it's fairly slow-paced and quite quirky, love a Sophie of film, mate, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you couldn't name many. Mm, um,
0: I, I named two.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, like I say, it is quite slow-paced, isn't it, and yeah. quite quirky. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, I get it. Like I so say, when he said, uh, like, the build-up, we, we didn't have that massive build-up. Um, and I'll, I'll get it now, if you're told this is an Oscar-nominated film, everyone's telling you how great it is and you don't click with you. No. Then I'll get that.
1: Yeah, I mean, with Oscar-nominated films, it tends to be like that, doesn't it? I mean, yeah. they're not for everyone, are they? I mean, like Star is Born that's going to be nominated for yeah. double-figure Oscars, I'm going to say. Yeah, and Mandy that probably... Won't get a nod at all. Ball, sweep the board. Won't get nod at all. I think I, I think it should for a couple of bits. I definitely and think and it score. should. Um,
0: and and I tend to agree with you, not actor. I tend to agree with you, it's a bit criminal that he won't.
1: Well, he at Who it, knows? He won't. Oh. Okay, thank you very much, Miles. Um, so, if you've got your own questions that you want us to answer, or any um, characters that you'd like to hear ripped to shreds by Mark <laughs> in the impressions, <laughs> um, where can people contact us, please, Mark? They can contact us on Twitter, which is at movie underscore drone, or via email movie drone podcast at hotmail.com They can, um, and we haven't got much to do, so we'll answer it immediately. I think. I get a fetch data on every fifteen minutes. <laughs> so if you've not heard back within fifteen minutes, just resend it. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, shall we move on? Let's move on. Right. Okay. So uh, let's go to we got Yeah. No main review this time. Well, well there is. is main. Yeah. But, but after homework, delayed. It is delayed. Yeah. Uh, to... Suspense is killing us. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. <laughs> Slow death here. <laughs> um. Yeah. So let's move on to the section. Your favourite section. Yeah. Yeah. Which is homework. homework. and there's the theme tune and you happy i didn't sing or play that one (laughs) there's a difference between your 99p version and my one my one sounds a bit better oh it does mine was 99p or 79 maybe yeah but i only had the option of two and both of them were equally as bad (laughs) i'm glad you didn't play it yeah no i yeah. yeah. glad i didn't play and sing it i mean i can sort it out (laughs) so this is a section where uh we give each other films um we like but the other person hasn't seen um gives us a chance to broaden horizons um yeah and talk about it basically yeah. um so i think i'll keep forgetting the order i think you go first yes i don't okay. i gave
0: you um 2000s requiem for a dream which is 8.3 on imdb 4.5 million budget gross 7.4 million hour and 42 minutes long um, Darren Aronofsky film, with the synopsis of the drug-induced utopias of four Coney Island people are shattered when their addictions run deep, starring Jared Leto, Jennifer Connelly, Ellen Bernstein, Marlon Wayans, the Oscar-nominated Requiem for
1: a Dream. Was it? Was it Oscar-nominated? It was. Was it? The actual yeah. picture? Yeah, I don't know. It <laughs> it's another one an of you op- going off script, isn't it? It received an Oscar nomination. Okay. That's all you need to know. <laughs> I can sense another Marx movie mistakes. No, 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 it received an Oscar nomination. Awesome okay, All right. Right. okay uh, right. Um, I've got to be honest. I probably did a U on this one. So I think fifteen, twenty minutes in, uh, I wasn't really feeling this one. No, no, not for the first bit. Um, and then I suppose it started to have Darren Aronofsky isms. I think in it, and I started to notice them, like the uh, cutscenes when they started to do the drugs and things and um, when she was popping the pills, etc., cetera, um, which I think he does quite a bit in some of his films. Um, and, yeah, and then it grew on me a bit, yeah. actually, yeah.
0: Do you think those sort of scenes reminded you a little bit of Danny Boyle?
1: Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah I suppose they did. Um, but, yeah, so then I sort of started to get into it a bit more, Um and out of the storylines the mum one i think was the best one for me that
0: was the oscar nominated one best leading actress
1: oh Ellen was it? Yeah. really yeah. yeah i think that that was that was actually good um so yeah i think that that was the certainly the most engaging and disturbing um story yeah um watching her descend into her amphetamine psychosis <laughs> um and yeah it was i mean obviously the ending very very disturbing endings for mm. for most of them um Bit weird. Was it Marlon Wayans? Did you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't age, does he? No. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think no, Jill considering said to that was
0: nearly like well, eighteen years ago. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I thought that. I thought definitely the mum's story certainly, I, I it, it certainly did grab me, um, saddened me, and disturbed mm. me, especially at the end. I quite um, I
0: quite like the um, twist on it where it says like the sort of drug induced utopias uh, automatically. I think we
1: think all oh, bad drugs. And it sort of, it's all—it's got the two sets of drugs running alongside each yeah, other. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I was quite. So I was actually—I actually took me a while to actually realise that her story was a story about drugs. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It yeah, took yeah. me a while to actually realise that, and I thought, oh, actually, yeah, it's—it's. It's, I can see that. That's like the the four stories, I suppose. Was it four? Yeah, you got the four posts.
0: So you got the three, which are obviously on the bare yeah. drugs. Yeah. Um, and. Well, I suppose hers is on the bad drugs as well, but just. Well, yeah, it amphetamines, yeah. A, a, a more of a, I suppose, an innocent way of drug taking.
1: Yeah. If if t- used correctly as prescribed. Well, yeah, I mean, I suppose back then, when was it set? When was it supposed to be? 1998. Was it? Yeah. I don't know if it was that, that <laughs> I early. I think it might have been earlier. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, it was obviously amphetamine, so yeah. speed. Right. Which is so, all. It's fine. <laughs> But yeah, I mean... that pleased to say my drug knowledge is minimal. <laughs> but yeah, watching her do that, I mean, it was... Obviously, her psychosis did go a little bit over the top for me, I suppose, with the, the fridge moving and <laughs> and the TV show. Yeah, um, yeah funny moment, um, watching the TV show come into her room when they were saying five, four, three, and then going silent. Yeah. And I mentioned to Jill, that's what we do before the start of the show. <laughs> and yeah, family were fucking idiots, basically. So. If it's taken her how many years she's
0: known you... <laughs> how many years <laughs> she's known me, and 15 episodes to work that out. <laughs>
1: she ain't the sharpest off. No. Um, I think but yeah, yeah I, I thought it was, yeah, it went a little bit all over the place. I think I, I didn't really get into it in the first act, and the, the middle act was a little bit all over the place, when they were sort of all running around. But but yeah, third act I thought was really good, yeah. when, when it sort of all started to go downhill. Um, I enjoyed that. It was other people's misfortune, wasn't it, which yeah. I enjoy, so... Um, loved his arm I mean it did turn around pretty quick as well didn't it it sort of had that point where it was going and then it took a U-turn yeah definitely and And didn't come back yeah it certainly did um, did go downhill in the end I mean quite extreme as well I mean I'm not quite sure about the ending uh, of the mum to be honest I mean I don't know an awful lot about electro treatment or whatever but that was pretty harsh
0: (laughs) it was it was (laughs) it was (laughs) I, it, it, for, I thought for a film that was an hour and 42 minutes, I thought they got a lot in.
1: Yeah, they did, yeah. Yeah. I mean, one of the notes I've got is everyone's sweaty for the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, everyone was really sweaty. And yeah. ag- again, Jill said to me, everyone is really sweating. And I said to her, actually, that's the first note I've made. Sweaty, it says. It's sweaty. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was good. I mean, it was visually nice. Uh, that, that Darren Aronofsky, uh spin on it um with the cutscenes, like I say where she's dropping the pills and stuff Mm. like that Um, I I grew into them I didn't like them when they first started but then I sort of I did grow into it I think they actually made quite a bit um, of the film so yeah enjoyed that good I'm
0: Um, pleased oh yeah yeah it's one of those it's it's definitely something different it's not you don't get the feeling you've seen it before. I like the way the two stories run together. It's not necessarily a drama, so I thought, "We hey, no." I be mean, it was good.
1: I'd, I'd like films with non-happy endings. Yeah, they? No. yeah, yeah. Oh, there's Very definitely one happy ending. Uh, I like the amputated arm.
0: Yeah, it's good. Um, obviously, it's got Jennifer Connolly in it, so I was happy.
1: Yeah, what did you think about her her story? I mean, I like the way it ended. It was dark. <laughs> it was dark. Yeah, it was... Um, I suppose it's that
0: stereotypical um, girl gets used to getting everything she wants and they're all really happy and then when it starts crumbling...
1: Yeah, she was quite nasty to him. She
0: was, yeah. She wasn't... They, they weren't quite the dream couple nah. that they were during the good times.
1: Yeah, I like the way that that uh, story actually... Um, sort of like sidelined off, and yeah. she went on her own tangent at the end yeah. to make that ending for the, the last uh, one. I mean, obviously, Marlon Wayan's ones was, li- was a little bit less harsh, do you know yeah. what I mean? Um, but, yeah, um, I did like three of the endings. I thought yeah. they were really good. I
0: mean, I know his was less harsh, but I, I, I felt his character was needed. I don't think he was an add-on character. No, I think he did I all thought, right, I, I yeah. thought the, for the four main characters throughout i thought they were really good yeah no definitely um his first i think it's the first ellen bernstein film i've seen other than the exorcist
1: yeah i mean i to be honest yeah i haven't seen that many um and when i looked up who it was and saw that it was her um she was fantastic Mm. she was fantastic um yeah very very uh that's certainly my best one very very disturbing her story in the end yeah um and quite sad obviously where she was on her own and and doing that yeah didn't drop to but I mean he was never going to No, but it, like I say that, that actually touched me a little bit. Yeah. For a couple of minutes. <laughs> Just went oh. Oh bless her. That's sad bless her. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so thank you very much cool. mate. yeah. No worries. It good that. Um, cool. I've got uh, 78. All right, cool. Yeah. Yeah, happy with that? Yeah. I Take that. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh so yeah, thank you very much. So on to mine. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> uh I have got a film directed by Na Hong-kin Jin can't even say it. Um sorry, running time 156 minutes. Sorry about that, mate. Um budget 8 million US dollars, box office 51.3 million US dollars, IMDB 7.7, 7, 99% rotten tomatoes. Uh synopsis: Suspicion leads to hysteria when rural villagers link a series of brutal murders to the arrival of a mysterious stranger. Um this is my choice for you and this is The Wailing.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> is that it? Um, I think...
0: <laughs> I'm I a mean, four-word review, right? No, i cut you... Fuck me, it's long. <laughs> it, it, like it just is. went on and on, and on and on and um, on. I don't know if... it whether I'm supposed to compare it to Ran or not, because I suppose it's the only... Uh, it's the only other Japanese subtitle film I've seen. It's not so, Japanese or, or Korean. Korean. There's <laughs> one Japanese. Character. Middle. It's the only Middle Eastern subtitle. Middle Eastern.
1: Film. Yeah. Is that not a like, lot? Afghanistan.
0: It's the only <laughs> Oriental subtitled film I've seen. <laughs> okay. Jesus, fuck me. Sorry. Right. <laughs> just... So automatically, I'm comparing it to that, which I don't know if I should or not. Not really. Um, no. So. With that comparison, it's definitely a more of a mainstream film, and I don't know why I'm so shocked. But it was very Hollywood. It right. very slick. I thought f- I don't know why. I, I think it's unfair to use the word third world. I don't mean it like that. I just expected it to be a little bit behind. But I thought the way it was filmed, the actual acting itself was reminiscent of a
1: proper Hollywood. Well, I mean they yeah, I mean they've got. I mean they're they right. I think the it, they've got like, their own sort of hollywood. I mean they're they're, yeah. they're proper up to date. They're very, Have you got very a budget slick. on this? Uh budget was eight million dollars. Yeah,
0: which I thought was a lot of film considering it was nearly three days long. <laughs> um, <laughs> was a lot of film.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> you sent me a text and you're saying you're five hours into five it. Five hours and a half over yeah. <laughs> um I, I just thought um Totally agree with you about the witch
0: doctor scene. Yeah, absolutely stunning. I have almost rung you up and was like, the I,
1: second bit. Yes. Yeah. I,
0: yeah. I was gonna ring you up and go, can I come and watch it you through your Sonos? Yeah, yeah. Because f- through my telly, yeah. I, can't, I can't afford the surround <laughs> system. Yet. When I get that, I, I will want to watch it again. Well, but, we, when we go around we yeah, can um, shove it on. You can listen. Just to it. as it was a scene for all senses. Well, that wasn't one. it? It's beautiful, um, wasn't it it? was not yeah, it? It was. I mean, great.
1: you you watch it and you hear it. You can feel it. Yeah. Um, it was great. You it, can understand why I sat there. and oh, I, totally. I, I mean, I, was, I think I watched it and then I stopped it and I just went, thought to myself, do you know what? I've, I've actually watched one of the greatest scenes that I've it ever seen. It was tense. It <laughs> was really, really good. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, I've got, um, I found the translation, some of the translations, hilarious. Right. <laughs> um just the what their casual swearing and the casual way they talk to each yeah. other, when you're actually reading it, it was it just made me chuckle. It was yeah. quite good.
1: I mean, but the first time I watched it, what do you think about the characters? Because the first time... I've, I've watched a lot of um, Asian films and they seem to portray people like the police and that as bumbling idiots. Yeah, yeah. And the first time I watched it, I actually thought to myself, I'm not quite sure if I bought into it because they seemed like they were bumbling idiots. I mean, the second time I watched it... That it, they were lesser so. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think they came across as that, but what did you think on the first time watch about the... the I, I, when, I th- when the police inspector's shouting at him and stuff and he's... I, I think, yeah, um, well,
0: I, th- I think we've... I, don't, I mean, I don't know whether it's the truth or the true way we see it, but obviously a lot of the films we see are American cops um, and they have their way of working. And obviously going over to the Asia ones, it's almost like they are less professional... Um, they have to deal with stuff a little bit more grittier than everything else that's set
1: out for, um, like, the Western world. Yeah, I suppose that it's more, I mean, this was sort of set in villages as well, wasn't yeah, it? So yeah. I don't suppose they're obviously village equivalent I, I, village I, yeah, I
0: get the impression that they normally would get a job, amble through it until they retire, and then carry on <laughs> anything big, or everyone sort of is almost in that little panic. They're almost looking at each other, going, Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, um, like I say, I mean, I, I it, he seemed disinterested. I mean, it was almost like they all turned up, he went off for a fag, and seemed a bit disinterested. <laughs> the whole investigation.
1: I, I, I thought that a lot. Um, certainly on the first time I watched. Second time it seemed I actually watched it a bit more, and yeah. it actually seemed a bit more um, joined up to me. But um,
0: apart apart from the obvious the obvious length, I would have liked to have seen this one at the cinema. Yeah, um, it was beautiful. Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, the scenery. And the actual filming, like I say, it just reminded me of Hollywood. Yeah. It it was so good. Yeah. It was so well filmed. Um, Obviously, the locations were amazing. Yeah. I don't know if it was supposed to rain quite as much as it did, but that really added for me. I wonder
1: if that was, or Doc said, I wonder if they did that or whether it did actually rain. Because if they added that, then Jesus. Yeah. Because it was wet. Yeah. But (laughs) it it was, um, and I thought, if they, if. They
0: could have got this down to two hours, which I think they could have done, certainly, yeah, they could have done. If I could have got this
1: down to two hours, it would have been amazing. Right. It was just such a slog. <laughs> I must admit, second I, I, time I, when I was watching it, I was like, I was actually thinking, yeah, this is quite long. Yeah, but I like, I mean, I I still enjoyed it. I no, mean, I, was I did. Good. I
0: enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong, it weren't. I just think sometimes you get it's like anything that you are enjoying, it gets to the point where you just think. My enjoyment's waning now. Yeah. I've, I've had enough. It's like the whole podcast thing. We get to the end of it and I think, thank fuck he's going home. <laughs> um, you got to come back I'm, to mine. Yeah, I know. I'm dreading it every second of it. You've got to carry me back to yours. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just got that. It. it was, I wouldn't say it was sucking the soul out of me, but that, that's unfair. It was just like, come on, get a shift on. You could have, you could have chopped this. I'm, I don't know whether someone could do a cut of it where they did bring it down
1: yeah maybe i mean Um, quite a few asian films i do think are do carry a bit of length don't they but they tell they tell the story properly it's the story's told properly from start and you get all of that interaction in the family and interaction obviously i I don't don't know whether
0: it's unfair to say and whether it's a bit closed-minded to say that if it was in my own language would i have taken to it a little bit more is it the fact you've got two and a half hours of also reading you can't maybe You've literally just got to keep watching, yeah, because um, you don't want to miss anything. Mm. And it almost feels a little bit hard work. It's
1: not; it's pleasurable. Mm. I mean, um, it's, it's quite. I mean, there, there is some sort of drawn out conversations. I think. I mean, at, at the end with the priest and priest and the Japanese bloke. Yeah. there's. It's obviously quite drawn out. Lots of sort of gaps. It's like editing when you speak slowly on the air. And I have to take out one or two seconds of silence. Yeah. If they did that probably throughout the film, um, they'd probably get it down. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's,
1: Clip, clip, clip. Let's <laughs> have um,
0: something that like the bit where he changed into a demon. I thought I really enjoyed. Um, it, it sort of the um, I don't know whether you call him a zombie um, that that come out and they was trying to. Oh dear, I was going to yeah, say, I, was, I was going to say beat him off, but
1: that's a really bad saying. That was I mean, that was. I mean, it was injections of humour. I think yeah, yeah, but
0: it. it was all it. It reminded me, it was a proper middle ground between the old Dawn of the Dead and the new Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. Because he was almost slow and hissing, but he was almost quite quick and agile, So, yeah. it, but it was just right in the middle of the two, the original Dawn of the Dead and the remake of Dawn of the And up until that point, it had almost been like an infection horror. Yeah. People, the infection was there, the boils. And then I thought always oh, going into a zombie one. It it changed it was quite a different horror. It was. Or quite quite a different way thought about it. I don't know. Have we had a Western remake of this? No. Or do you think no, we could get a Western remake uh, of it?
1: maybe, maybe. Um I mean that bit was fairly slapstick, I think, wasn't it? It sort of verged on slapstick. Yeah. Um, I mean the main character. Verse, yeah, the main character verged on slapstick, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um I don't know whether we will, maybe we will. I don't know. Um would I be interested in it? I don't know. I think this one's oh, quite dear to my heart. I quite like this one. So. Yeah, yeah
0: it would be an interesting thing if I did. Um, but yeah, overall,
1: great film, but too long. Okay. You got a score? I have. 76. Mm. Oh, that's quite good. Yeah. Near IMDb. Although, what did they say? 7.7. 7. Ah, there, we there you are. done, yeah. Sorted. Yeah. <laughs> Happy days. Well done. I'm, I'm glad pleased. you liked it. Yeah, I, no, I, I did, know it did. was a bit long. I when I was watching it the second time, I thought it was probably a bit long. Yeah. Uh, but like I say, that's quite a good score, eh? You yeah, know, I, I
0: really did enjoy it. the Just a length took it off for me.
1: Excellent. Pleased with that. Good. Cool. Right. So uh, on to next week's. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you... taking a chance this week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. good. I don't feel like, like this one. I've not. changed
0: genres, mate. What? No drama? No drama. I'm checking IMDb, definitely. All right. It does list it as a drama. Of course it does. But it's a comedy, in my opinion. Right, okay. It says comedy, comma, drama. Right, okay. Um, 1982 film, mate. Oh, right, okay. My birth year, the best year, <laughs> when the best things were born. <laughs> Um, only gets a seven point two on IMDb, which is p- probably fair. My favourite length of film, mate, ninety minutes. Excellent. Oh, that's most eighties movies were. Yeah, ninety minutes, hour and a half. In, out, done. Um, Four point five million budget, gross twenty seven million. Um, and the synopsis is: a group of Southern Californian high school students are enjoying their most important subjects. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll, starring Sean Penn, Jennifer Jason Lee, Judge Reinhold, BB Cates, Forrest Whitaker, and a little tiny bit of Nicolas Cage in there for you. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Um, and this is
1: 100. 1982's <laughs> Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh, good. Is it like a sort of porky sort of thing? or Yeah, I yeah? suppose it is. Yeah, okay, well, I call like that. Yeah. Oh, excellent. It's quite... I I enjoy it. It's one of those... I don't don't know whether it was more popular
0: stateside,
1: um, but
0: I really like
1: it. Excellent. Oh, I'm pleased with that. Thanks very much, mate. You're welcome. Sorry about this one, then. (laughs) Um, This is actually um, one that someone did... I already had it on the list, and then someone did recommend it for homework. Mm -hmm. Um, So they must have watched it. Um, So this is uh, 2009. Um, It's directed by Duncan Jones. Um... Running time, 97 minutes. Cool. Oh, loving it. Already. Uh, Budget, 5 million. Uh, Box office, 9.8 million. Mm -hmm. Um, We've got 8 out of 10 on IMDb. 89% Rotten Tomatoes. Um, Starring uh, Sam Rockwell, Dominic McKellia, Kaya Scodelario, Benedict Wong, Matt Berry, Malcolm Stewart, Kevin Spacey. Um, Quite a long synopsis. So we'll see if I manage this. Okay. Uh, Astronaut Sam Bell's three-year shift at a lunar mine is finally coming to an end, and he's looking forward to his reunion with his wife and younger daughter. Suddenly, Sam's health takes a drastic turn for the worst. He suffers painful headaches and hallucinations and almost has a fatal accident. He meets what appears to be a younger version of himself, possibly a clone with time running out. Sam must solve the mystery before the company crew arrives. And this is 2009's Moon. Wow. Wow.
0: It's one I've wanted to see as well. Is it?
1: It is. Um,
0: and I love Sam Rockwell. Okay. So, winner.
1: Short. I'm pleased. Yeah. Like I say, there was a recommendation on this one as well. So someone recommended it yeah. to me. It was Reasonably already on the list. Reasonably
0: short. Got a great actor in it.
1: Yeah. Winner, winner. I'm just worried. Uh, worried that it might be a bit slow for you, and you might not understand all Can't the be science. Be that bits. Slow in
0: ninety-seven minutes. Oh, I won't understand science, cheap <laughs> fucker. <laughs>
1: Um, okay, so there you go. That's cool. Right. I like about that. Good. Excellent. Better move on, I suppose. Yeah, shall we? Yeah. The suspense has been killing me.
0: Right. And we're ready to rock and roll. <laughs> main feature time, mate.
1: Excellent. should we go for it? Let's just do it. Go.
0: Okay, so on to the main review.
1: We can reveal what the suspense is all we about. We can, yeah. We've been teasing everybody, we haven't have. we? Yeah. Yeah. And the yeah, let's, let's go for it. Do it. We have got our first ever special guest. We have. Very special. We've had
0: our first sponsor for this episode, and now we've got our first ever (laughs) special guest live on the podcast. We have. Um, I think we might have mentioned him one or twice, once or
1: twice. Uh, Probably a little bit more. Yeah, Yeah, a little bit more. Three times or something. Yeah, three or four times.
0: Every episode. Always gets a thanks. I think he got a thanks in this one as well. Um, And we'd like to introduce Mr. Ryan L. Terry. Oh, um, thank you guys you very go. much for
2: having me on. I'm excited to uh, sit down and talk to you about this weekend's big movie. So, uh, so it's great. Thanks so much for reaching out. And I, and it's an honor, really. And uh, you're the first uh, podcast that I've had the opportunity to guest on. I left uh, you know, One Movie Punch the other week. I pre-recorded my review, which is great. Joseph was wonderful to work with. And so that was my first uh, review for him and this is my first uh you know live conversation so uh thank you very much for you're um for thinking of me
0: you're very very welcome yeah. let's yeah. not forget the fact as well you
1: bullied us to get on one movie punch <laughs> yeah. as well so, I did.
2: so, so, <laughs> so we're doing that, one, so. Yeah, it, it, doing that one soon
1: yeah we've been doing that for the it, last it, uh, hour
2: it, it'll be good for
1: you yeah we've been doing that for the last <laughs> hour while i've been waiting for you to get ready so that's what eat, we've been doing. Eat your lunch, have your have your lazy morning. You've
0: been telling <laughs> us how relaxed your Saturday morning is.
2: Oh yes, uh, nine a.m. ice skating, and then rushed lunch, and then I I get here. It's extremely lazy. So uh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. So I don't know if you want to give us a quick intro. Tell us a bit about yourself. Um, very interesting guy. Um, and you just tell us a bit about what you do. Sell yourself to us.
2: Oh, good. Well, that, uh, uh, hopefully you'll buy. Last time I tried to sell myself on the corner down the street, things weren't going so well. So, um, I, I had, I got, I got paid money to put my clothes back on. So I don't think that's entirely how, um, it's supposed to go, but I still made money nevertheless. Yeah, money's so, money. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the, um, yep. So, uh, hopefully, uh, you'll be, uh, much better uh better customer. And uh, <laughs> and I, I do service very well. So we'll um so we'll uh, uh get this uh get this underway. Uh yeah but uh uh thank you very much uh again for having me on. I uh I love movies and that's uh you know really what drove me to start my blog in graduate school. I took a multimedia journalism class and one of the uh assignments was to start a blog and so I did and I absolutely fell in love with it. And I kept up with it and have you know, just developed it over the years. So now I've been writing an article virtually every week, sometimes, you know, a couple articles a week since January 2014. So coming up on uh, five years. And so and I, I have over 300 articles. And uh, because I started writing in graduate school, some of the work that I have on my blog is actually peer reviewed. So I you know, very happy to have uh, the the quality of work that I have on there. And that's, uh, you know, I loved movies way before then, but that's what really got me started into writing about them more. And through grad school, I just learned to love, I just loved writing. So I just, you know, kept writing and writing. Um, But, you know, I was noticing that, you know, in this um, climate that is, it is transitioning um, from, like, uh, some of your main influencers are no longer uh, bloggers, or that's kind of, you know, that's trending towards more you know podcasts and vlogs well you know i uh you know i don't host my own so i thought well you know maybe i can network you know with uh those that i enjoy listening to and then you know, have the opportunity to parlay you know the knowledge uh that i have that i put into my writing into getting to you know sit down and talk with the you know the, the movie and theme park podcasts that i enjoy listening to uh it's not uh blogging's not my job though i uh, work uh full time Uh, for Feld Entertainment, uh, putting together the Disney on Ice and Sesame Street Live commercials. So when Disney on Ice comes to your town, you know, or Sesame Street Live comes to your town, chances are I'm the one who put the commercial together and uh, send it out to the the TV station uh, that you saw it on. And then I teach screenwriting, which is really a, a big passion of mine at the University of Tampa. I've been teaching for three years at the university, and that's been such a, a wonderful, enriching experience and so fulfilling as well because I have uh, the ability to not only talk about what I love, you know, which is films, but I have the opportunity to impart that knowledge to future artists and get to uh, help them in developing their skills. And so the ultimate dream is to you know, either wind up being a full-time writer or just a full-time professor. But until that time, you know, I think it's a really good combination that gives me a lot of good interact with all kinds of different people. Uh, yesterday I rode on a monster truck at work. So that was really fun because Monster Jam is one of our shows. And so that was really fun. So it, I you know, absolutely love it. You know, then um, I spend my, my hobbies, you know, outside of the movies are uh, figure skating, uh, which I uh, which I was doing this morning and uh going to the theme parks all the time living in tampa i go to disney universal sea world bush gardens all the time and so it's like it's like those theme parks are my backyard and yeah, the, i just can't imagine a life without you know without going to the parks so that's and then the parks another passion of mine but we're here to talk movies so i won't get into the theme parks too much uh so yeah so that's um that's me uh also very single So if any of you guys out there are also very single and you like what you hear, totally hit me up because I will probably go out with
1: you.
0: Yeah, let us know. We can put you in direct contact with Ryan.
1: I just want to know more about Sesame Street on Ice. Was it Sesame Street on Ice? Was it? Uh,
2: Disney on Ice and then Sesame
1: Street Live. Sesame Street Live.
0: Let me dress up in the Big Bird costume. I don't think it comes over
1: here. I'm not
0: sure if it
2: comes over here. Uh, Disney on Ice definitely comes over there. In fact, uh, Mickey's, uh, no, uh, Disney on Ice, uh, presents Follow Your Heart is our European show right now. Wow. So we definitely, uh, we have one over there and I had lunch with Big Bird, uh, uh last month. So it's a very, <laughs> it's a very interesting, uh, very interesting place to be. So, uh, it's, uh, it's, you know, um, being surrounded by, you know, all kinds of iconic properties. And, you know, our biggest show, which comes out next year, which is Jurassic World Live. That's going to be dope. So yes. I'm uh, I so looking yes. forward to it. September 2019, Jurassic World Live comes stomping into theaters. So I'm hoping to have the opportunity to uh, to work on that show. So the, I've seen the, the dinosaur puppets and I've seen some of the artwork for the show. And it's just dope as fuck. I'm, I'm coming very, over. I'm very much excited uh, for that. And so, yeah, so wonderful brands. And, you know, I learn a lot from working with those that I channel into my own passions. And I learn, um, I, I, I try to learn in every situation I find myself in as a perpetual student, so to speak, because I, I always want to know more and, and know how people think. And one of the things that listening to podcasts has enabled me to do is, learn how others approach the same film that I approach, but perhaps have different counterpoints and I can uh, look at their counterpoints and try to understand them. And sometimes we may still disagree on a point, but other times they may have highlighted something that I hadn't thought of before. And so then that, that's uh, another tool that I can put in my tool belt. And I, I think getting into those discussions, you know, on Twitter really helps to build the community. And that's, it's really one thing that I've loved about Twitter is uh, just the, the sense of community that's really there. I uh, always kind of found it difficult to fit into any one community, even the LGBT community. I've had you know, not always the, uh, the best experiences, you know, even despite being a member of that community. So I, I have actually found the most acceptance I've ever found in a community really is the, the film Twitter and the film theme park community. And I've loved making friends and uh, networking. Uh, That's uh, and you can't put a you know you can't put a price on it. It's really this wonderful intrinsic value that uh, that really just transcends a lot of what I do and reflect upon what I've heard in my own writing. But then at the same token, I hope others are able to learn from me, even though don't hear from me very often. Uh, But they do have the opportunity to engage with what I'm writing and and I hope to spark conversations and make new friends and network. And and again, uh, you know, learn uh, and teach. And I guess that's why I love uh, being a professor, uh, even though it's just part-time because it kind of reminds me of that same feeling I get uh, on film Twitter, uh, just sharing ideas and uh, appreciating all these different films. Even if you disagree, you can, I can totally disagree with somebody and still find appreciation Uh, In the film, or the idea, and that's uh, been—it's been a remarkable journey, and I'm looking forward to how it continues to develop going down the road.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've got to say, thank you very much. Um, You do quite well, massive amount for a a lot of podcasts, a lot of um, discussions, and retweets and comments. And I think uh, we we speak for everyone to say thank you very much Mm. for all the effort that you put in. To be honest, so. Um our Twitter life would probably be far less interesting yeah, without right. you. So thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. Well, yeah, we, we we can quote Toy Story, shall we? So you've got a friend in us. <laughs> <laughs> there we are. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we did get to see a film today. We did go. Um, it, it was out today, I think. It, it was out, out yesterday, oh, yesterday for then. us. Yesterday, and yeah. I believe Thursday in the States. Yeah, so... Um, so Ryan had a little bit of a head start on us. Yeah, you were in front of us, but we did get, we did go, we did, we did, um, and I think we should crack on with it. Yeah, shall we? Yeah, it's not yeah. Bad. Okay. Um, have you got the numbers, Mark? I've got the numbers. Um, so this is
0: 2018 film, currently sitting at seven point nine on IMDb. It's an eighteen or R rated, uh, an hour and forty six minutes, a uh, ten million dollar budget. A little bit early for uh, gross figures yet. Um, it's a Blumhouse production and the synopsis of Laurie Strode comes to her final confrontation with Michael Myers, the masked figure who has haunted her since she narrowly escaped his killing
1: spree on Halloween night four decades ago Okay, so starring Jamie Lee Curtis, Judy Greer Andy Machikak I probably haven't said that right Will Patton, Virginia Gardner, Nick Castle and the music by the genius that is John Carpenter And here's a clip He's
2: waited for this night He's waited for me. I've waited for him. Get out the way! Get inside! You don't believe in the boogeyman? He's here, Michael.
1: You should. So, I think everybody wants to know, Ryan. What did you think of 2018's Halloween?
2: Oh, that, it was precisely exactly uh, what I wanted in a Halloween sequel. Like it, I felt the, the, the hype, uh, the hype matched. I didn't feel that I went into a movie that was overhyped and failed to deliver. I feel that the hype, the movie generated equaled the delivery, if not more so It truly delivered uh what i feel uh makes the the first one just still you know so timeless i'm not gonna and i'm not gonna put them on the same uh, i'm not gonna uh, equate them and you know one being better than the other i still feel the original is the best but this is such a very close second and it uh, was successful in connecting not only the old fans, you know, back to the franchise, but making those connections, forming a relationship with the new fans. And so I think, yes, there is a large degree of fan service in the movie, but I think that fan service was developed and constructed in such a way that it never felt like a fan service movie. It felt like the movie that it needed to be, but it, was able to hit on all of those different points, all the different points I was looking for for it to hit some of the nostalgia, uh, the Easter eggs, um, homages, but ultimately giving me a new story, giving me a new movie. And it was truly able to do that. Uh, I feel very strongly that green set out to direct uh, a Halloween movie that uh, did work as both an homage and paving away way to new territory um, so in the event that it was successful which i mean it already is you know that we could potentially uh get a sequel and uh he set out to do it and he delivered in spades or knives um <laughs> as it were. Uh, so um just honestly words really can't even begin to uh begin to capture the energy of the auditorium that night i don't know what it was like for you guys but uh, when I went uh, to the movies with my friend who often goes to me to the movies, who's a criminologist, by the way, so she was able to offer me his, uh, really uh, fascinating insight after the movie. Uh, but it was from screen to the the back entrance, wall to wall, completely filled with all kinds of fans, new fans, old fans, old fans that have new faces. And so we have all of these uh, all these people with just this, Energy that was really unmatched by anything I'd ever experienced before, uh, with the exception of Jurassic, you know, the park, Jurassic World Park movies, Star Wars, and Avengers, which have an extremely high enthusiasm. And I also felt it at this movie. And uh, yeah, I, I could, uh, uh, I don't want to uh, step over you guys. I want to hear what you thought. But yes, for me, it was uh, with a, a few minor things that perhaps I I change a little bit. There's nothing. By and large, there's nothing that I would change about the movie. And it gave me everything that I wanted. But it it, it also gave me what I wasn't entirely expecting, which was to truly, you know, uh, to to satisfy my need to be connected to the old one, but giving us that new story. And I think it did that. And it has um, – yeah, the, the writing was great. And any, most of the time, uh, you know, when you have that solid writing and a great director – you're going to be able to pull off what many thought you know could not have been done, which is to bring you know 80s horror back from uh, I guess the dead, so to speak, or from you know just where it's just constant camp. And I like camp, don't get me wrong, but when everything is campy, it does get a little old. And so it was able to completely turn everything around. But still you have those moments. There are humorous moments. There's a lot of funny moments in the movie. So we have that nice balance between horror and humor. And it worked together so very well. Do
1: you think Danny McBride had anything to do with that? I think he was a writer oh, on it, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah um, very much so. Yeah. I think uh, we've, we forget that a lot of people, Well, we've got to that age where a lot of people probably haven't seen the original. Um, and I know obviously mm. I did. Um, I'm of that age. Um, yes, you are. So, yeah, I mean, just getting the new fans on board. Um, I mean, it probably takes a company like Blumhouse to take it on. Um because obviously they're the up and comers, and they're bringing out all these new ideas and stuff. So, I was really interested in taking it. I mean, our, uh, to looking at it, our viewing wasn't didn't have many people in. Did it? I don't. I don't think we've we've quite got the momentum behind Halloween that the states have got, have we? No. I mean, um, yeah. Trick or treating over here is not really we've a not massive really
0: taken thing. It, taken to, yeah, it, yeah. It's building year to year. Um, I think there's one interesting point you raised, Ron, where you said um, it met the hype. Um, and over here, I, which was probably the best thing for me, is that I don't think he's had that much hype over here. I, I haven't seen a lot of promotion. Oh, um, okay. Steve's the one who said to me about going to watch it.
1: But I um, mentioned to you and said there's big hype. I, I've, I've felt the hype, but probably more stateside. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. State,
0: yeah. Stateside hype, like the excitement there. But actually, in the UK, I think people are going, oh, it's another Halloween film. But actually, it's a great standalone film.
1: Yeah, it's very much a, a proper a proper day, isn't it? Trick or treat day, Halloween in the states, and, and a lot of. Uh, I mean, over here, you just get angry people not answering the door, don't <laughs> yes. you? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh no, it's it's,
2: that's ter- awful. No,
1: it's, it's, it's we're it's, not that friendly, are we, the no. Producers? We just, we just don't really? want to get up. No, yeah. it's, it's the quite British sad. Well, are
2: friendly people in the world well, we
1: are, I mean, no. <laughs> I mean, there are, but like I say, yeah, we don't... Uh, there's certain communities or certain roads yeah. and stuff like that that go and do it, but we don't have, like, a, a massive trick-or-treat base. Yeah. Um, it's
0: build, I think it's building momentum. It's bigger than it was when I was a kid. Um, and I think last year, around here, there was... I think because we're in a little community now where there's loads of little kids walking around. But you still
1: hide away. I do. Yeah, I've got one of those door. video doorbells. Like, <laughs> I talk to them through that and just say I'm not in. That's what I do. So,
0: but yeah, I mean, I'll, but saying that though, I can't actually. Uh, this film aside, I can't remember going to the cinema and it being wall to wall.
1: No, we've yeah, it is. I think it's not. Di- maybe it's the time that we're going, but uh, uh, over here cinema, um, it's not dying a death, is it? But it's it's
0: it's no, it's no. not. I don't it's know. Not fantastic. I mean, it. Sometimes the the corral makes it, but I can't. I'd say I can't. I for me, the first Jurassic Park was the busiest I've ever seen. The first first Jurassic Park, the busiest I've seen a cinema. I've never seen a cinema as busy since.
1: But I mean, I've been to the states. Really? A f- you know yeah. I've been to the states a few times, and in the states. Uh, people stand up and clap at the end of movies when they're good
2: and they did that at this one did I they, really? was, they did uh they did stand up but there was a thunderous applause through the the entire crowd as, as soon as it ended and you know i i don't always clap at movies because there's no like the reason you clap in theater is because you know the uh, you know the actors i mean there's two-way communication there like the actors can see your enthusiasm and can feel the appreciation mm-hmm. from your applause so there's a there's a transference of energy so to speak i mean you don't have that at the movie so i as much as i love a movie i i seldom clap uh, but everybody else just erupted into clapping and you know i just joined right on in because i'm like you know what fuck it they can't hear me on the screen they can't see me but i'm going to show my appreciation anyway because I had just a scream tastic time. At, <laughs> I, um, I mean, we don't we
1: don't get that over here, do we? <laughs> no. I mean, we you, we don't get people standing up and and clapping in the cinema. It's not, not that atmosphere, is it? Well, I mean, we're digressing
0: slightly off of the film, but for me, I think it's price point over here. I think it's expensive to go to the movies here. It's expensive to eat. It's expensive to drink there. Um, in, for for a family. Um, it is, yeah. But... I mean, we, we, we quite happily pay the money because we're in, but to take a family of four mm. um, can be, I suppose, you could do, I'm trying to think in terms, easily $100, probably more. Yeah, probably. Oh, my fa- gosh. For a family of four easy. to have a drink and a popcorn each and watch a film. Yeah. Take your kids to see Halloween. Yeah, oh, no, I'm <laughs> I know. I was going to say we're digressing from that. <laughs> but, I mean, we, we did probably $30 on tickets today, if we're talking dollars. Whew. Yeah, easily. Um, two tickets. Easily. Even though I did get my student right. Yeah, let's not go into that. Uh,
2: now, this is what you do. I go to the exact same theater every single week, and I've been doing that for, see, twenty. it opened in 2014. So I'm coming up on almost five years that uh, I go, um, every Thursday, well, every other Thursday night and every other Friday, cause every other Thursday night I have skating. And then, so the, my off weeks, then I do the Friday. Okay. And so I, um, got to know the manager and the manager loves me. I, she calls me her, um, her, uh, you know, the, her regular film critic that comes in. And so she always takes care of me. And so every once in a while when I show up, she comps my ticket because, she, i'm there all the time they probably made more money off of me in the long run than anybody else and mm-hmm. i always buy dinner and tip and that's really where theater makes their money They're happy to have me and they care. uh i keep coming back and so i even gave her uh my friend and i gave her a halloween bucket with um mickey's halloween toy godiva chocolates a starbucks gift card and peeps love them or hate them i love peeps so she got the marshmallow peeps and appreciation for all the comp tickets that i get you know throughout the year which she certainly doesn't have to do but that's how i return you know other than my yeah. patronage it's how i return my appreciation
1: did you imagine doing that at the local audience yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean you're not lucky to get a bit of acknowledgement <laughs> of a staff member letting her to find a staff member yeah. yeah so um so going back to the film um yeah one thing that i noticed um uh, right at the start um the opening camera angles and the silence no score and 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 i found that uh intriguing actually that that did actually suck me in right at the start um it was flicking um between the different uh the different cameras and and literally i mean i've got a, another thing that the score was very minimal apart from the halloween tune there was another one that came in um another set of strings later on but it was very silent for, for a, a lot of it um and I found that, well, yeah, pretty interesting, actually. Um, a lot different than, than, and obviously, a lot of the films have a massive score and we all talk about it and say how good it was. But just that minimal score, I thought that was... Certainly, I mean, the cinema sounded silent a lot of the time, didn't yeah, it?
0: Yeah, but it was good. I, I, I like that, not letting the, the cinematography and the actors do the work. Sometimes it's nice to have that score, but like I didn't think it or feel
1: it needed it. No to be in your face and like you say that silence was the eerie part itself i think it was the empty cinema almost (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah so what did you think about the opening
2: well you hit on a very interesting point and in um and many of my hitchcock articles i i've often referenced his uh use or lack thereof of score and uh even just dialogue in general um because uh because hitchcock uh, was developing his skills in you know the early days of cinema. So he was you know, after his career marketing, which is really important. We won't get we won't go down that tangent, but it's really important to know that Hitchcock first worked in marketing and sales before he became a filmmaker. But when he um, in his early days, you know that's all he had was silent, and then we transitioned over to talkies. Well, Hitch instead of taking a movie and turning it into essentially a play on screen which we did have a lot you know right after the jazz singer in 1929 many of the films that came after that had the same amount of dialogue as a play and plays are dialogue driven films should be visually driven so what hitchcock noticed is that there was a power in silence not only silence in uh just cutting back on the dialogue and, you know, truly allowing the film to tell the story and supplement it with dialogue. So would cut back on it. But he would also do that with the score. Now, obviously, you know, Psycho is, the, you know, the most famous score, you know, out of his as well as some of the others. But he uh, saw that there was a power in uh, driving up uh, that tension and increasing the suspense in silent moments. And so it is those subtleties. It is those silent moments which I, I feel in Halloween echo what Hitch would do. And, and you're, you're, you're right in that uh, by focusing our attention on really only what the camera was seeing, not what we could hear, I think drew us in uh, much more intimately into the story. Because let's face it, our lives, you know, unless you're walking around with you know, earbuds in ear all the time, our lives aren't accompanied by a score, as much as we would really like it.
1: I'd like um, a theme tune, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, if you walk along.
2: <laughs> yeah. There was a
1: bloke at work, actually, yeah. that used to work, yeah. and every time he used to walk in the office, I used to sing a theme tune. And every time he walked, it really annoyed him. It really <laughs> me. Oh, well, he,
2: well, I guess he had, he had a score. Mine would probably be something from Streisand, Madonna, or Cindy Lauper. That would be, you know, probably <laughs> well, the theme logged it by life.
1: I probably noticed it more, I think, because we watched uh, Mandy last week. Um <sighs>
2: Oh, I still haven't seen Mandy. Oh, you have... need to see Mandy. Uh. And the,
1: the the score was, I mean, it was just stunning. It, it was amazing. and it, it, the, the film needed it, but it was just, Massively I mean, that contrast. The yeah, it was. But, the, the, but I noticed the contrast a lot after seeing Mandy last week. And, and it just hit me straight away, I think, in the first minute or so. Um, I just thought, well, this is silent and love the camera angles going. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, so... That-
2: yeah, checkerboard, too. I loved the coloring. I loved the angle. And uh, that was, I that struck me right away because it, uh, you know, that particular angle when we're looking at that checkerboard ground, it reminded me very much of something that I would have got in North by Northwest. I like get had um, just that one frame it was, uh, it was like, this looks like a very Hitchcock frame because of the angle, because we have the squares. But then the screen is a rectangle, and so we have that that uh, Dutch or cant angle, you know, on you know on the you know chessboard checkerboard pattern. And I was intrigued by uh, by you know not only the pattern that was on the ground, but also that angle. And it was it told me right away that there um, will be art to this story. It's not going to be. Like the Rob Zombie snuff films, which yeah, I, I the second one's better than the first one, but ultimately you know, it's just it's all it's just gore after gore, violence after violence, strung you know strung together by a weak narrative, and it just plays off as as a snuff film. And so that frame to me communicated though that there is going to be art to this story. So uh, you know that uh, so it spoke volumes to me, and tr- and I think really helped to set. Um, set the bar, you know, going into this film of what we were going to experience. And it was very simple. I mean, there's power and simplicity.
1: Yeah, I mean, from that chessboard scene, it goes straight into the, the opening credits, doesn't it? Mm. And they were yeah. beautiful, weren't they? Absolutely oh. they were beautiful. I'll tell you one, I, I, this Gosh. is such
0: a stupid thing to say, I think, but it's you had the orange of the Halloween and then it went to red. And I just think that transition was too quick. I wanted them to slow the, the, the going from the orange to the red down. It was just like a, a proper it, it homies being, though, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm proper picky, but it, it just yeah. seemed, <laughs> it was just a switch and I wanted it just to fade in a little bit. And I was like, oh.
1: They were beautiful though. Yeah, They were beautiful was, opening credits. Um, um, really good.
2: Uh, and then the um, I uh, to do a close reading of those opening credits and a lot of times, we don't have a lot of opening credits, you know, and I should say we don't have many creative opening credits of movies, not as many as we used to. Certainly movies don't open up with theme songs like they used to. I mean, TV shows don't really have theme songs anymore either. So I think, you know, it's not the, I think it's important to recognize uh, just how just fantastic, you know, having that opening title sequence was uh, because we have the, uh, the, the smashed pumpkin, which is slowly, you know, coming back together and i read that as i like uh, david gordon green saying i've heard you i love the original too you're going to really like what i have for you and so having that pumpkin resurrect so to speak not to bring you know too much attention on michael myer you know because that movie was crap uh, <laughs> but we have this um the pumpkin resurrecting and it's like okay we we are going back we are going back to the roots and i i loved it i thought that i couldn't think uh, think of a more perfect way in order to uh start the film and i knew i was i was in for a real treat it was uh, it was iconic but it it wasn't just like we're going to throw this icon in there because we can it you know it served a purpose you the uh, the titles connected us with the original but with the pumpkin going in reverse that's something new that's something we hadn't seen before and so it's like you know this is we're connecting this to the old one but we're also giving you uh something new and so that's what i read just into that um into that opening title sequence
0: yeah i mean i i thought like, i agree with what you're saying where it's going it's sort of Going back to its roots in certain points, especially with a certain few scenes that were in there that was so reminiscent of, I mean, the classroom scene where she's sitting at the same desk, looking at the same window, um, it just had that little yeah. nod to the oh. original. I was that it's like, so good. Yeah, I, th- I think without, I mean, we've, re- we've watched the, um, the old one reasonably fresh, but you'd sort of forget that watching back, and then when you... See it again, you think, ah, oh, and it all sort of tied in with her standing out the window where Michael would have been standing, but it was actually Jamie Lee Curtis standing there. Um And I loved the little nods. It was sort of like, we're doing
1: something new, but here's a little nod to where we've come from. I mean, I'm yeah. still a little bit disappointed, little bit disappointed with okay. the, the level of gore. Um I'm a bit of a okay. gore hound. You, um, you are a... I am a bit of a gore hound, yeah. And, and we watched the original uh, yesterday, we did yesterday, yeah. Um, and I'd forgotten how basically, well, ungory it is. It's fairly sort of clean. Right. Yeah. Um, I think it was and it's
0: Fifty-three not... minutes until the about fifty minutes until the first mm-hmm.
1: adult kill, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and like I say, this one I, I, I don't know. I I just you wanted claret, mate. I just wanted a little bit more. Yeah. You know <laughs> what I mean? I just wanted a little bit more. I just thought Blumhouse might bring a little bit more. Um... I'm not sure where it actually got its. I mean, it was billed as a eighteen. Yeah, but I'm not sure
0: why. It's
1: because there's this bloke going around killing people. <laughs> all right, phasm.
0: <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I mean, I, uh... I've seen. I think I've seen worse, lower rated films. Yeah, but you can't. I mean, you can't get much higher, can you? If someone you... goes around killing people. Yeah, like higher. you say, though, there wasn't glu- guts. There wasn't like arms cut off.
1: No, there was a few slicing now. Yeah. What do you think about the level of gore? right? do you do you like a bit of of what we call claret over yes. here? A bit of claret.
2: I'm gonna. I'm afraid I'm gonna have to disagree with you on that yes. point. Um, <laughs> uh So no, as agreeable as I may be, I certainly have but my points. You know, in which uh, I will um, proudly disagree on the on on this very uh, element. And I, um, I don't remember if I touched on it in my written review on uh, yesterday or not. Oh, actually, but actually, I, so
1: can we just stop you though? Yeah. Uh, we yeah. just want to mention that uh, oh. we very nearly. Had to cancel. At to cancel. <laughs> we feel that you might have broken the podcast rules by putting that out. All right, so we just we just let you know yeah, it? it's strike one. Yeah, warning. strike one. Official warning. <laughs> Carry on. Okay. Sorry.
2: Well, I, I'm gonna add uh, all, it's all new, so because I could have written two thousand more words, so now you're gonna get those two thousand more words that I, you know, did not uh, choose to uh, choose to include there, um, but the i appreciate the lack of gore and the lack of visceral violence in um in this new one i thought we were going to get a uh, a lot more uh you know, violence uh because it is bloomhouse that we were going to get a lot more uh because like i didn't think we were going to get rob zombie levels but i thought we were going to have a lot more and what I appreciate about the the original films, uh Halloween, Friday the thirteenth, and I'm in Elm Street, just to name you know the three, you know, uh, three most iconic ones, I'm in mean, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre as well, is there was this horror that was delivered to us, There was frightening images, atmosphere of dread, and extremely high levels of tension, this yeah, you know, this wonderful buildup of suspense without having to stoop to achieving that result that that um that emotional response through the use of gore i find the use of gore i I like it don't get me wrong but i i feel that if you're relying upon that to create that shock value that your film is very shallow you should be able to deliver you should be able to evoke that same emotional response through uh, the characters, the atmosphere, the production design, the cinematography, you should be able to do it through all of these other elements, and then you just supplement it with the gore. You supplement it uh, in order to, you know, get those squeamish moments. Because I love the squeamish moments, but I think if you're relying upon those to get that response, then you're selling your film short of uh, of the power that that it really has to be able to do that. Uh, it was Hitchcock who said, you know, it's it's far scarier and I'm I'm paraphrasing that, you know, what's off-screen is far scarier than what you actually see on the screen. And so what I feel David Gordon Green was able to do was to take some of those uh, those moments, you know, from these uh, the, these masters of suspense and horror, uh, you know, even like The Shining's not very violent at all, but yet it's an incredible horror film. So yes, yeah, so so what I like about uh, Green is he did not rely upon that to make it a horror film. It's a horror film, regardless if you saw all of those, uh, saw the violence or not. And to be honest, there's not really that much blood in the movie. I'd say the, uh, probably the goriest moment was how, um, our, well, that gets in spoilers, uh, but we have the right. one moment. You can, you can say spoiler okay. one. We
1: give a spoiler alert. at okay. the start. So, um,
2: the, uh, how the psychiatrist met his demise. Yeah. And so that was definitely the goriest part. But I hope we talk about that later because there's something there I love. There's there's a pattern in these kills that I, I hope we talk about. But that's the goriest moment. And uh, everything else I, I loved because I was able to generate these images in my mind of what was actually happening. And I feel very strongly that those images I generated in my mind uh, packed more of a punch than anything that I could have seen on the screen because that takes that takes something away from the ability of my imagination to create terror in my mind. And so if I see everything on the screen, my mind doesn't really have to work very hard. So I'd rather my mind have to engage the film in order to uh, fill in those gaps, complete the code, as Dr. Ian Malcolm, uh, would uh, would say, and uh, it was Dr. Grant, uh, Dr. Grant. And so um, I like that because then I feel... That much like reading a book, where you where you create these these images, that I'm able to do that uh, in the film, but it gives me just enough uh, to where um, I am reminded, you know, that it's a, a horror film, and they're fun. The kills are fun, but we don't focus on the kills. The kills are a nice accessory to everything else, and and as we all know, when you put together a nice outfit, I mean, accessorizing is part of what brings the whole thing together. So I'm not belittling the accessories. I just think that the, I like how the gore was treated more as an accessory than a focal point for uh, the conflict in the film.
1: Yeah, I think, I, I mean, I'd like variety of kills more than anything, so I like that You toys. just like kills, mate, let's be. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I do. I mean, yeah. I like it when they surprise me with some new way of, uh, of disembowelling someone. I, I, I mean, I, I get it in this film. I, I get that it didn't need it. Um, I just like seeing it. I mean, you can't blame me for that, can you? let for me, we we
0: cover one kill. Um, I know we do spoilers, but was the end a kill? Do you think that's them signing off?
1: Well, I I, I thought to myself when they actually um, did do it. Obviously, yeah, it's spoiler. Um, when they actually set fire to to the house or whatever. Um, I was thinking to myself after everything that had gone on. I'd want to see his lifeless body. Do you know what I mean? Mm. You, I mean, he'd, him, he'd, he'd been shot. He'd been hit by a car. He should have been a little bit worse. <laughs> I think he's than had a lot, lot worse done to him in the, yeah. in the thing. I, I would want to see that corpse. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, and and yeah, that that ending. I, what do you think of the ending? I mean, I, I wasn't quite sure about it. I think it. I think that it was. It's the scene where they're on the
0: truck at the end, and she's holding the knife. It was the focus on the knife that said to me, "There's more."
2: Yes. Uh, the, uh, I, I think the ending works, um, ending works in, in, in two different ways. It first primarily works, um, as, you know, our showdown, as our realization, it closes out, you know, this three-act structure, you know, this, this particular story. It does close it out. But I, I, I like how, when we go back and we look at the stairs going down into the basement uh, that, we, that we see all the flames that we don't see Michael uh, because you know, one, I mean if he really was engulfed in flames, you know you, perhaps he fell backwards and you know that's why we don't see him. Uh, on that note, it's a nice uh, it's an homage to Halloween 2 because you know he caught on fire in that one at the end. So I like that connection, even though we're you know getting rid of all those sequels. I think there I did see a couple of moments of Halloween 2 and H2O you know, in here in a couple of places. And so I like that um you know that we had the fire. Uh so but not seeing him I mean it closes it out, but by not seeing him it does leave it open for a sequel. And focusing on that knife, I think it, um was a, it's a creative decision that uh I was communicating to me that not only is uh Michael you know, possibly going to return. And I think a sequel has already been greenlit or it's going to because this was so successful that, you know, maybe Allison, who we don't spend a lot of time with in the movie, uh, but I think, you know, she may, you know, play a significant role in that next story. I hope we don't go season of the witch route in which we don't see Michael and Allison, you know, somehow, you know, channels Michael. I I hope, you know, because that would be starting... You'd be starting you know, the problem all over again you know now's our chance to really start over uh but i like it because it was everything was closed but the window cracked open just enough to um kind of heighten my senses and to uh you know prompt me predispose me to looking forward to what may uh what may be yet to come so you, and... did you
0: think the the holding of the knife is almost like passing the baton to the next character
2: to, yes, to uh, very much thing. so. Whether it's Allison, if we're gonna do a season of the witch, but maybe they'll figure out how to do a season of the witch right, mm-hmm. or if it's just, or it's just you know the knife is very iconic, you know to Michael, that's mm-hmm. his, you know that's his weapon of choice. It would be and mine so as well. It, I think. Yeah,
0: I think really, I yeah, I think so. Okay.
2: Knife. I like Hi- a knife. Like a nice butcher's knife or yeah. a carving knife, I think is what it is. Yeah, yeah, definitely
0: that rather than a cleaver. I think I'd go for the for the car- for the big butcher's knife.
1: I'm, I'm, honestly I'm sane. I'm, I'm <laughs> I mean
2: I can't go along with it it's a is classic and it's less uh, less noisy than a chainsaw um Ooh, if you a a get chainsaw. like a nice gentle uh, really uh, <laughs> uh, nice cuts I'm
1: gonna, and, yeah I'm
0: going to uh, have engine. to give
1: this a bit more thought I think <laughs> um so what did we I, I I still have slight reservations about um some of the performances in mainly the younger um uh, actors, um, I yeah, I, I, I sort of I didn't connect with them. It just seemed, it just seemed something off with a with a couple of them, and and even um, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's um, performance. I mean, when they went for dinner, it, it was just something, just something slightly off on some of them. Um, that uh, it hasn't brought it down an awful lot, but um, uh, yeah, I just wonder what you thought about that.
2: i uh, see, I. I love jamie lee curtis's performance in the role okay. she was so committed to that character i was completely convinced that she truly is laurie strode and there was it was incredibly satisfying she looked like she was just having an incredible amount of fun playing this role even though personally she doesn't like horror films you know despite being a horror film queen and so to, so to see her so knowing that about her you know, and then still being able to pull this off was so impressive to me. And she just really gave it her all. She was uh, this heroine uh, from the, the the first, you know, movie, you know, who's now out for revenge. Nothing is going to stand in her way. And what I also like about her performance is it... She, she and Michael have a lot in common. In fact, you know, our original Dr. Loomis, they all three share very common personality traits because i would argue that all three of them are psychopaths Uh, because you know contrary to popular belief just because you're a psychopath does not mean that you are prone to violence yes you know and so (laughs) um because uh psychopaths have there's um careers that are perfect for psychopaths a lot of high-level careers such as surgeons, lawyers, professors, law enforcement, detectives. It's a lot of these uh, careers that there's a sense of, um, there's some thrill-seeking involved. And so that's a trademark of, uh, the earmark of a psychopath is um, being predisposed to thrill-seeking behavior. And I would argue that um, Laurie Strode, Dr. Loomis, Michael, all share two different degrees, but they they share that in common. And so I feel it's very important that, uh, and then they all three uh, most likely have obsessive compulsive disorder as well, which really drives them and focuses them. Mm-hmm. And so I like uh, her performance was perfect for highlighting that to where she and Michael have so much in common. They are almost mirror images of one another Except, you know, he most likely has schizophrenia. So, you know, that is all of being schizophrenic doesn't make you violent. But the combination of all these things, you know, predisposes him to, you know, seeking that, you know, uh, fulfilling that violent behavior. And so she's most likely not schizophrenic, just perhaps a a bit of a psychopath and, you know, having obsessive compulsive disorder. Um, But they they answer one another. And so her performance uh, gave me a lot more insight into her character and it was utterly convincing and, and she was this functional alcoholic in H two O and like have have a functional um alcoholic at the dinner because if I was Laurie Strode and I saw that glass of wine there. Of course I never pass up any alcohol, but <laughs> if I was I saw that all the time. I would I would just I would down that down, you know, drink that and I would I would keep going. Um but she um but I think she held true to if that is her sociology and her, and her psychology, and we don't truly know enough to know for sure. But if that is, then she uh, behaved according to how an individual uh, with those um, attributes—I I don't want to call them, you know, disorders—but you know, those those characteristics, maybe, uh, ha- you know, having those, uh, she uh, you know, con- she was able to uh, have me convinced that you know, this is how an individual with uh, these uh, points of view and you know, and, uh, kind of predisposed to these actions, how she would behave.
0: Yeah, I think, I mean, for someone with OCD, she needed to put some CCTV in the house <laughs> so she could watch it from down in the basement. A little bit of a blind spot. I've done, I don't want to point that out to her, but I was thinking, oh, come on, you've got CCTV everywhere, CCTV everywhere else, camera in the house, little monitor downstairs but you know, that's my inner
1: psychopath coming out, I suppose. Yeah, I
2: mean... Maybe you're a psychopath
1: too. I think oh, it's, it's almost is, yeah. certain. It definitely is. <laughs> um, uh, so there was a chuckle in the cinema um, when we were in. Me um, and you? Yeah, there, were, there was a chuckle uh, when the, uh, the new um, Doctor put on <laughs> Michael Myers' mask. Uh, we had a little bit of chuckling in the mm-hmm. cinema over here. Um, uh, what about that scene? What do you think about that scene?
2: Um, whereas uh, my auditorium had laughing during the movie, I don't recall that particular moment uh being one that I remember individuals uh laughing in no i'm not
1: sure I'm not I sure understand. you're supposed to laugh no, at it. I, I think i, think
0: yeah, I groaned okay. i thought I thought the the film was taking a really bad turn honestly i thought he was dead i thought the professor was gonna take on this and go on a kill and i was like please don't do this to me
2: i thought the same thing i thought oh my gosh we've done so well we've done really well up to this point don't fuck it up (laughs) so that's what that's what i uh, kept thinking it's like it would be like this is the same as all those really Uh, bad sessions of foreplay that I've had over the years and then there's just no (laughs) delivery afterwards and so that um so this is like that's all this was was a sad hand job and so if we get up if we get up to that point and I thought no this is this this is not Halloween anymore this is bullshit yeah and so yes that was I recovered very quickly
1: I thought yeah, and, they
2: did. And, um, and just out and of, they
1: did. Just out of oh. interest, um, Ryan, did you see hereditary in the in the mo uh, the theatre? Oh, of course. Loved um,
2: hereditary. Was
1: there laughing at the end? Did people laugh?
2: No, I'm pretty sure. With, with most the hover yeah, the hovering body quite, up uh, into the I quite terrified. Yeah. So I not sure I, I I wasn't laughing. I don't think anybody no,
1: else was no, laughing. We, we had a yeah, no, we had a lot of <laughs> we had a lot of laughing in our in our viewing um when she floated up to the, the treehouse. Um and it just goes oh, to show yeah. a, a different sort of yeah. um a different sort of level of audience. I but, mean, I mean pr- perhaps it was uncomfortable after with us because there was probably only
0: twelve of us in the cinema. Perhaps if it's a full atmosphere Yeah, maybe perhaps I'm just trying to get
1: to, to why Brits laugh at things because <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're idiots <laughs> um, i
2: i don't know that is that is a, that's a, the great thesis question right there yeah. and then so so somebody out there is listening there's there's your paper so you go done. out and write it and then let us know but i don't, the I don't think
0: that works for my dissertation but perhaps i'll do another <laughs> one after. Maybe. right with the interest of length of podcast um Shall we start just moving along a bit? um I know Ryan wanted to mention about some of the kills and the different bits and pieces and the journey throughout that, so shall we cover that just to make sure we do get that in um sure. so I don't know what time yeah. we're we're heading up
1: to uh, well, that, well yeah let's let who knows let's start with this one who knows okay
2: okay the um i one of the a friend of mine who's a a manager at the a m c theater uh, he saw the movie. Uh, I saw it Thursday night, and he saw it. I um, actually think I think I think I saw it, he saw it Tuesday night. So uh, so I was able to talk with him as soon as I got out of the theater, which we often do. And he uh, was not as impressed with it as I was. That he and I we've had spirited discussions uh, over the years. And uh, so uh, one of the things that he pointed out to me is he. Did not like, uh, the podcast journalist there at the very beginning. And so, um, so for the sake of time, I won't get into all the reasons he said, but you know, he did, he didn't like them. And I said, no, hold on there just one moment. I'm, you know, I, I want to defend those characters. And it leads me into the different types of kills, uh, because there's, I think we have, um, some pair, uh, some parallel theming right there. So, uh, the reason those, uh, journalists podcasters were um so very important is it it began to establish the pattern of his kills because whereas most 80 slashers um and you could and other subgenre of the american horror film are um largely morality plays uh, this one uh, jettisoned from that you know this is not a morality play because the individual some of the individuals that should die uh, like the boyfriend who was kissing the other girl at the dance, and even the obnoxious uh, sheriff—not—not not, not Haw- Hawkins, but the other one. Uh, he, um, so we have these individuals who, like, should have died and then didn't, but then individuals who are really good people. Even that babysitter, she loved her kid, and like it, her, she and her boyfriend—you know, were just dry humping. They just smell like like he just smoked one joint. Like they're not engaging in the same behavior you saw you in the original. So you've got people dying who you don't think should die cuz you actually like them and then other people like the ex-boyfriend who you don't like who do. And I think that was to establish that this is not a morality play. So getting back to those journalists, they were seeking much like our psychiatrist professor, they were seeking to patronize Michael, they were seeking to use and abuse Michael for their own career gain. And you know, and being journalists as they called themselves award-winning podcasters they um you know they have you know in mind you know this is going to really set their career off you know this is going to earn them the next award so it's all it's very much all up here it's all it's it's this you know, we're, we're going to increase our intellect we are you know uh we have this high degree of cognitive abilities and we are going to use michael unknown to him because he's just a dumb ass you know he's just No, he's a mute. Like we're, we're going to take advantage of him for our own career. So, well, you know, they, you know, and they both die. And what's interesting about their deaths, though, and this is uh, the, one of the the two patterns I'm talking about is uh, she, um, she tried to defeat Michael with the tire iron, but you know, she couldn't do it by herself. You know, her partner comes in, he tries to, you know, take out Michael Uh, You know, by himself, he winds up dead, too. So they both come at Michael by themselves and they both wind up dead. Now, it's more so we have for for establishing a pattern that you can't do it by yourself. But in addition to you can't do it by yourself, uh, it's the manner in which they died, because uh, specifically the gentleman, how did he die? He probably died of massive concussions and, you know, probably, I think, ultimately a broken neck. And so because he was trying to use his mind to essentially uh, figure, like rape Michael for all this knowledge, uh, figuratively speaking, that, that's the first thing that Michael took out. He's like, if you think that you're smarter than me, I'm going to show you and I'm going to bash your fucking brains in. And so he bashes his head up against the wall. Same thing with the girl. Ultimately, it's a lot of head trauma, which kills her. So their kill is related to the, their weapon of intellect that they were using on Michael and even Jamie Lee Curtis when they were bribing her to get that information. So then let's move on to, um, uh, our, uh, you know, other, other kill. Oh, I skipped the kid at the beginning. I'm sorry. What I loved about the kid at the beginning is it also threw the rule book out the window because one, uh, you know, kids, unless it's, um, a movie, unless it's a, you know, a summer camp movie in which kids die. You know, in this kind of horror film, you know, kids don't die, much less a kid who's probably gay, because one of the rules of surviving a horror film is if you're either a kid or you're gay, you're going to survive. Well, no, we're going to throw that out because it's not explicitly stated that, hey, he's a 12 year old who doesn't want to go fishing, that loves to dance, he's probably gay, or at least a member of the queer community. And Michael kills him. And it's great, because then it's like, no holds barred. There's the all bets are off. Nobody is safe. And I love how that is established right at the very beginning of the movie. And so you cannot go off of those past tropes to try to outsmart Michael to, you know, you know figure out you know, who's going to be killed next. Um, so after our journalists, you know, we have uh, you know, uh, these other kills like the babysitter and her boyfriend. Great, great kids. You know, they're not, you know, they're not a more you know, they're They're not misbehaving, really. And so, they're certainly, um, they're not even, I mean, they're not even naked like they were in the, in the original movie. Yeah, you were disappointed um, with
1: that one. you got it. Yeah, you were disappointed <laughs> there was, was no gutted. nudity. Yeah.
2: Uh, you do have, you do have those really gorgeous titties from the very first movie yeah. that are still, and those are really our perfect breasts. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not a breast guy, but if I were, those were absolutely gorgeous. And so you still, so you still have those. Uh, some of the other kills, the um the manner in which the uh, the you know the psychiatrist dies the same way he's going to outsmart michael he's going to use his brain power he's taking advantage of michael to further his career so michael squashes his brains out and so it seems to me that the the weapon that you're using against michael is the manner in which you are going to die and uh, and then you also have to work together because the journalists worked independently they died Jamie Lee Curtis who is a match for Michael you know they they were certainly almost you know equal in terms of strength she couldn't take him out though she couldn't kill him the only time it took all three of our final girls banning together working together in order to trap Michael you know eventually set him on fire so I, that's what i love about the kills in the movie is this this parallel between the weapon that you're using on michael and the fact that by yourself you can't defeat him so you must band together and so we play around with the idea of the final girl and we have final girls and so that was that was the key is that you've got to work together in order to defeat him
1: yeah yeah i mean i don't think anyone could explain it better than that
0: using all these facts yeah. for an argument
1: <laughs> <laughs> hasn't really sunk in for us yet do you know what i mean yeah, we we're, we're still quite fresh off of it it's it's nice to have a, an intelligent yeah. idea and, about what we One other thing that I'd like to ask you both is um what uh, where do you think Danny McBride's influence was i mean there was the 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 kid that he was babysitting um I can imagine Danny McBride writing that um and was, yeah, that was being babysat. I can just imagine him doing that. I mean, I love Kenny. Kenny fucking powders, mate. I love East Bannon down. Um, so yeah, where else do you think that Danny McBride the, his his basically his, his talent for that comedic edge into the film?
2: Uh, yeah, that's a really good question. Uh, to be honest, I hadn't, other than recognizing the humor and appreciating it and feeling it was... It, it added a great balance, you know, to the darker elements of the movie. I hadn't really thought specifically where McBride would have uh, channeled that particular moment. I love that kid though, and so I I don't think the kid died. You know, we don't. We only see babysitter and her and her boyfriend, so pretty sure you know he survived. Great. Yeah. yeah, he, I he was Yeah, he's on his toes. Um, I
0: think he's definitely behind the sheriff as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. I mean, it's it's just weird. I, I, when I, I mean, I like I say I like Danny McBride, and, and when I saw him um, connected with this, I just thought, what is he going to bring? And I'm trying to go through it in my mind and think what what parts because I'm sure he was probably um, uh, he, he sort of brought his influence into certain parts. And and other than the, the the child, I would say maybe the sheriff. I'm just trying to think about it now. Maybe on a rewatch, maybe I'll notice a few more yeah. comedic elements.
2: Um, I definitely want to watch it again. I, you know, I don't know if I'm going to go today or you know tomorrow. I'm going to another Halloween uh, haunting event tonight. That's what I love doing on the weekend. So I'm not sure I'll make it there tonight. But the, I, I would like in a rewatch the next time I want to pay more close, uh, more uh, bring my attention more closely to those comedic moments to try to maybe figure out a pattern or perhaps, you know, I will learn like, Oh, this is totally channeling, you know, X, Y, Z. And I, my mind just really wasn't there uh, during the uh, first watch. Uh, but other than, you know, the moment, you know, at the babysitter, uh, we have uh, other uh, comedic moments, maybe not quite as, you know, funny as that one, but just, you know, the, um, I think McBride was probably influential in the gender bending and how we foreshadow um, Allison as a final girl by her and her boyfriend gender bending Bonnie and Clyde, and so we have the reversal and you know um, playing the roles where she's uh, Clyde and he's Bonnie, and I think that's pretty funny right there. I think the kind of the conversation around the table and they're like, oh, what are you guys gonna be for Halloween or Bonnie and Clyde with a slight twist? You know, and then she interrupts him, so we have some of the comedic moments uh, right there, which I, I like. I like that dinner conversation because it establishes that this is this is a good family it's uh much like the family that Michael originally had uh who you know they lived you know nice middle class house they uh you know had mom and dad and you know, they were it seemed like until like he went bash it crazy you know they seemed to be a good family, and so I like the fact that we have a good family in this movie as well, and it's in those conversations we get some of the humor and even between uh uh Lori Strode and and her daughter. Uh, there's uh, it's I, it's more dark comedy, but we have that dark comedic um, element in their dynamic as well. Um, but by far, I think the funniest moment for me was the the babysitter in the living room, the kid clipping his toenails, like oh my god, ooh, it's like <laughs> it's just like you don't ever think you're gonna see that in a movie, and it just it worked, you know, so incredibly well. And uh, but yeah, I mean, you raise a really good point. Of focusing in on the humor. So on the next time I watch it, I, I think I'm gonna take a cue from you and um spend a bit more time uh analysing um that to try to understand it a little better.
1: Yeah, I think I mean it's interesting when when I heard that he was he was involved in it, it was just uh interesting to sort of see his name come up in it. Um, yeah. um so yeah. It interests me um what Ryan just said about the being
0: a good wholesome family. Um having but the door didn't at any point go, hey, where's Dad?
2: Yeah, even though he when he died, <laughs> I was okay with it. He was yeah, kind yeah, of. I wasn't uh... that upset, but
0: I don't think she even found out. She was just sitting there, and I, I think Dad might be missing. He's not on the back of the truck with us. Where is he? No, um, and no one was missing him. That
2: was it. I'm like, oh. I guess well, nobody was terribly upset
0: that he was. He's fine, like, he's, fine.
1: he's disposable. We he can sort that out. It's just a flesh wound. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> Shall we get on to some scores?
1: Yeah, so, uh, well, I mean, unless you've got anything else to say, Ryan, um, you've been extremely um, concise, um, yeah, embarrassingly
0: good towards us. Yeah. <laughs> apologize. Do. In advance to any listeners that expect
1: us to say anything, oh, we just we just need to set up. Ryan can dial in and just do the podcast. Yeah, we're yeah. Next time, huh? yeah, we can definitely get that. No, uh, not
2: no. You got you guys have a wonderful show. I love listening to it, and you always keep me entertained. What's so your impre- What's don't... your
1: impressions like, Ryan? Can you do any impressions?
2: Mm, not
1: <laughs> really. Neither can I. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. The
2: the only. The only impression I've ever been able to do was...
1: You don't have to do it. That... You don't have to do it. Don't
2: <laughs> oh, worry. Yeah don't, yeah, don't have me do it because you will, you, will uh, you will
1: lose listeners. And so we you, can't uh, afford that. <laughs> you're the only one. So it
0: <laughs> right, so let's go then. I'm, obviously, you're aware by now I'm an idiot and I insist we do zero to 100 scores. You do? Yeah. Not. I don't think one to five or one to ten is enough. Don't You're do decimals, guess- is- sir. I'm sorry; it's my OCD and my psychopathic behaviour. So we're yeah. gonna, so so. Yeah, Ryan, <laughs> we're going to ask
1: you keep
2: the dives away from him. <laughs> I could already; I the writing is on the wall.
1: <laughs> we're going to ask you for your score, um, out of a hundred, and a closing paragraph, um, on the film Halloween, please. Uh,
2: on a scale of uh, on a scale of zero to ten, I feel very confident at placing this Halloween. At a very solid eight um because eight, i kind of see 10 <laughs> as psycho and silence of the lambs and so this this isn't that but um it's certainly uh, it was phenomenal so it's a very solid eight for me and, and that means it has for me rewatchability mm. and so uh so i don't know uh, what do you guys uh what do, what do you guys think
1: oh i have 76 out of 100 Blimey, me, dear, seven point six. Yeah, I'm matching you. I guess I should have you? said uh, yeah, eight, uh, eighty. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. He's smart. He's an idiot. <laughs> he to, you
0: have to do it out of. I'm, I'm twitching. I'm twitching. As soon as you said eight, I was getting a twitch. <laughs> yeah, idiot. no, I'm, I'm, I'm for the first time ever. I think oh, I totally agree with you. Seventy six. What a match. Yeah, absolute match. Well, there you go. So we're close. Um, yeah, we're, we're there or thereabouts. So yeah. I, 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 no, I think that's the biggest surprise for me because I was on a bit of a downer about this one. You, yeah, you didn't want to go and see it. No, I didn't. Um,
2: Why? It I, just I, did, like, I didn't
0: feel yeah. it had any legs left in the franchise. I thought the legs had all been run out. Um, the only thing that swung me around was the fact that Blue Mouse was involved, and we've seen some great Blue Mouse, haven't we? We've, we've,
2: seen, uh, we've some, seen some poor Blue Mouse Blum, as well. Poor really Blue yeah,
1: but um, like I think the, the Truth good... or
2: Dare, that, uh, that amazing movie that yeah, came out.
1: That was, that was pretty bad, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you haven't seen that one? Have I haven't. No, I haven't oh, either. You, uh, watch it, but
2: don't... It's like, watch it, but don't. It's mm it's just
1: the premise is good because
2: yeah. just just yeah, just watch it. Yeah. It, uh, it it's it's an experience
0: <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to that one <laughs>
1: so right. there, yeah so that's there it and so um Brian we can't thank you enough for taking your time out of your Saturday um to come and spend with us um we've enjoyed it very much yeah immensely welcome um, back anytime yeah like I say you you've you've reviewed the film far better than we could ever imagine to do so. No, um stop. Well, I mean, yeah, we we normally do it in fifteen minutes because we run out of stuff to say. And and like yeah. I say, we've we've got a, a an insight into the kills and the mythology mm. and the characters and everything. Um so we'd just like to thank you yeah, very, thank very, you very much. much. Um from the bottom of our arts for coming on and everything that you do for all the podcasts um over, oh, over thank Twitter. Thank you.
2: I I love it. It's uh i see all these podcasts as my friends. And so I love, uh, love interacting with them. And, you know, here we are thousands of miles away from one another. And it really is as if we're sitting down, uh, uh, having uh, having a drink and talking about... Them. And I was, though. I had a nice screwdriver right here. So I was actually... Steve's I was done
1: nearly a half a bottle of vodka. Yeah, half so half don't half worry half about that. Buckets. You just don't get to have the sweets that we yeah. have. there. So you just yeah. can't reach no, them. No, I, uh, I,
2: I, I'm afraid my, uh, my uh, skating coach would not like it if I was indulging in, uh, in, <laughs> in too many sweets. right. I'm sure he doesn't listen.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we'd just like to say thank you very much for everything you do. Um, we, I mean, we started out this venture a few months ago just for um, a, a, a bit of a just give me something to do, really. Yeah, just to, yeah, just try take, and get me out of the house. Yeah, yeah, basically. And and like I say, we've we've spoken to so many good people. Um, and like I say, just. Thank you very much for mm-hmm. uh, for everything you do to promote our show. We've probably got twice as many listeners through yeah. through people like you. So thank you very much. I, thank you. I and love that,
2: it. Love promoting great content creators. That's uh, part of uh, it. Uh, brings joy and hopefully uh, a little bit of karma too. Because yeah. I'm hoping you know through all this networking that I have a chance to have more conversations with uh, not only you guys but uh, you know the many others that I engage with on a regular basis. Of course. I mean, that we're, we're going to be uh, bullying
0: um, everyone. Everyone. <laughs> to uh, have you on as well. I mean, we've got, now we've got all the equipment, we can have you back on as and when you please, really. If, if there's a film you've particularly got something you want to share about,
1: you're more than welcome sure. on with us. So, so, how can people uh, contact you, Ryan? Because uh, we'd love, we'd love to hear you on other people's podcasts. So, um, do you just want to give us all your um, social media links and things like that?
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, if you're following uh, Movie Drone Podcast, you've probably seen me pop up, so it's easy just to click on the, Little profile picture and pull me up but my twitter handle is rl terry one and oh you guys the other day want to know <laughs> what my um well my my middle my yeah. my middle initial is We're actually, that was and actually
1: a test to see if you do actually listen. <laughs> yes, <there we> go. <laughs> uh, they,
2: uh my middle name is luke so i uh so that uh, but i go by my middle initial just because i I got the idea from um, watching Murder, She Wrote. And so Angela Lansbury's character of Jessica Fletcher was J.B. Fletcher, you know, in the TV mm-hmm. series. And then we have J.R.R. R. Tolkien, R.L. Stein, you know, him and I share the same, you know, uh, almost have all the same initials. If His last name started with T. So uh, then you have Ralph Lauren, you know, R.L. So there's just so a lot of these, uh, you know, these brands and um, individuals that I admire go by their uh, initials jk rowling so we have all these people going by their initials so I'm like okay so uh, i'm gonna go by my initials too because it seems to be that seems to be a bit more of the posh thing to do so i'm going to uh, so that's what i'm going to do so cool. yeah so uh so i i hope yeah my middle name is it isn't a huge disappointment but it uh but that's uh if, that's i mean it, i
1: would have been happier <laughs> if it was something like lazarus or something like that <laughs> i'm not gonna lie but <laughs> i'm just glad that you did actually listen to yeah it. no it's, it's, it's it. proof yeah um so, yes yeah, so thank uh, you very much so, yeah carry on uh, social media um r oh, no, l uh,
2: Terry one on twitter and uh, i'm r l underscore Terry on instagram, but I'm far more active on twitter than I am instagram and then my blog is RLTerryRealView.com dot com that's real with two e's and then if you uh, like reading books, you know I am uh working on finishing uh, a, a book right now which I've released some chapters from and it's uh never come out on top which uh I'd uh, it's quite the journey that the dark comedy you know of uh, it's the dark comedy of my life and so I because when I would tell people these stories just individually like oh my gosh it's so depressing but it's so incredibly funny I'd hate for that to happen to me but hearing it happen to you makes me laugh I'm like okay so I'm going to take all these really dark moments and I'm just going to put them into a book and so that's what I've been doing and and hopes to actually um, more than just entertain but to shed some light on a lot of the um, the discrimination, the ageism and sizeism uh, that I find within the gay community around me, mm-hmm. and I think you know my story is probably a story that a lot of people have. But in order to put that story out there, you really kind of have to stand in front of everybody naked, which is pretty much what my book is doing. Because you know I'm at this point, I just uh, you know just uh, have a story that I think will uh, you know, hopefully inspire others. And maybe inspired change you know in the community to you know just because you're gay and over twenty nine doesn't mean you're not dateable anymore because that's certainly what I run into a lot, mm-hmm. and i I don't think it's right, and you know the uh I think it's something that you know we should talk about. we talk about you know, rejection and discrimination outside of the community, like what happens to us, but what about you know you know what about you know those same actions which happen within the community quite a lot. Or you know, rejection's hard, and you know when you when it happens to you enough, you begin to wonder you know, what, now what's going on anyway. So it's a never come out on top, which is in novel on Twitter as well. Uh, so I just um, you know just channeling my writing in a in a different direction. So I that's my um, you know that that's what I enjoy doing most, and I I find all the podcasters I listen to just ex- ex- extraordinary and their abilities uh, to pull your know, shows together. Cause it's a lot of really hard work. And, and that's one reason I like promoting is, you know, I you know, may not be able to do what you guys do on a weekly basis, but I can sure as help promote you because I, I enjoy it. It, it brings joy into my life. And you know, I'm hoping by sharing it, it brings joy into the lives of others.
1: That's great. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. It is hard work spending time with him. Honestly, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, really really hard work really hard work so thank you very much ryan um, yep, thank you again we've really enjoyed it um we i shall try and edit the it tomorrow so i shall try and get it you up Sunday night. Editing, i've uh, got quite a bit of editing to do yeah yeah you're right <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna edit all of us out and just have you in <laughs> uh, and that'll be it uh, oh. it'll be much better um so thank you very much for joining us from uh, is it sunny florida Today it
2: is. It was ninety degrees and blue skies when I was uh, th- this morning. This morning, when I went to the rink like early this morning, I left my house shortly after eight o'clock. It was already eighty-five degrees. So it wow. was. It yeah. was yeah. uh, What's
1: that in Celsius? We're English. We work in Celsius. Oh yeah. It? I. That poor, is it? About
2: I, 21, I, 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 I it is it?
1: Not too bad.
2: Yeah. It's uh, hot as balls. Um, so. I, yeah, <laughs> and there's just
1: one other thing that uh, Mark wanted to bring up with you. Uh, oh, is sure. the pronunciation of a certain word. Yeah. What, that was in the film? That was in uh, the review that right, Ryan done. you have been bleating on about it all day. Have I? Yes.
0: Can you enlighten me? Because I've, I've suddenly forgotten.
1: Fried green...
0: Oh, yeah, tomatoes. <laughs> oh, fried Toma- green tom- <laughs> tomatoes.
2: <laughs> yeah, only, Only in Yorkshire <laughs> is it probably called free t- fried green tomatoes. It yeah, is, yeah we, fried we've been... T-
0: been doing the one punch um guest thing and trying to pronounce
1: tomatoes yeah we've been listening not, to not it that today. we can talk much about pronunciation addiction no we can't no. <laughs> but it's, it's tomatoes So uh, it's yeah, don't it's say tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, Tomatoes. So thank, you tomatoes. tomatoes. <laughs> thank you very much you a tomato,
2: potato, potato.
1: um <laughs> we shall uh like i say um uh, we'll have to bid you farewell um and 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 draw a line under this mm-hmm. episode um yeah, sad. Yeah, it's um, good. yeah, I hope I gave
2: it. you guys everything you wanted. I know I tend Absolutely. to ramble, and it's when I don't have notes. I tend I tend to ramble, the, so which I, is I the best way we
0: we, yeah. we like to. I mean, we have an amount of notes. We just prefer an organic discussion. We're we not okay. good at writing or reading scripts, apparently. So. Or podcasting. Or podcasting. <laughs> hey. We found um, someone who can help us out, so it's all good. Yeah, this okay. is
1: this has certainly been one of the most informative reviews yeah. on Movie Drone. Um, and we thank you for that, and yeah. we look forward to interacting with you in the next few days, and the next few weeks, and the next yeah. few months. Definitely. Um, thank yeah. you.
2: I, I, I loved it. Thank you guys so very much. It, it, it meant a lot to me, so... Uh, so you can uh, you can take that with you and and hopefully it uh, uh, brightens your day because it certainly uh, certainly brightens mine. Night, it's night time. Night man. Oh, bed- night time. Oh, oh, yeah. Take away bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh,
1: yeah. So maybe uh, if there's another horror film that comes out, yeah. um, we can get you back on. Um,
2: sure. I think the next one coming out is it's Suspira. It's Suspiria. I've not seen the original, so I really need to see the original. Or maybe maybe it's just better to not watch the original. That way, I can go into the new one. And you know, just uh you know with, uh, with just not being you know, predisposed to thinking any particular mm. way about it. I, I know that's coming out Yeah, and, maybe uh,
1: maybe watch the original, yeah, afterwards. Um do it that yeah. way around. Yeah, but you don't I mean beforehand. I love, beforehand. I love bit... all
2: films, but horror is definitely it's my favorite. And in grad school I took a horror film class. So mm. I the whole semester was just diving deep into horror films. And even though I liked horror films before I took the class, that's truly what set me on the path I'm on now. And it just it opened my eyes to really the, the beauty of the horror film and how it really stands. It stands unique because it's the only one that truly evokes that emotional response, you know, regular, like it seeks to do that. And it, you know, you got all the social commentary you can talk about, you know, sex and dating and institutions and religion and relationships. You can talk about all these different things creatively through horror films. And, you know, they they're the films that are often the most remembered. I mean, it's I i love how you know, they're not typically Oscar winning silence being the exception. And yet they're the movies that really are such a part of society. And they're they, they are they're just so ingrained in our pop culture and that they're films that it seems like people who give them a chance can relate to everybody. And like they find themselves in our vernacular in ways that, you know, Oscar winning dramas, I mean, just don't. And there's a, there's a power uh, to horror films that, you know, I never really picked up on until I took my class. And it's like, wow, you know, there's there's something really special here. It's a special kind of film. And I'm more knowledgeable at just the American horror film. And that's typically how I say it is American horror film, because, you know, the Asian horror is very different. And so I'm not as knowledgeable about it. So my knowledge really is more or even Italian horror, which will be the case with Suspiria. But like, you know, my knowledge is more um, more American horror film, but they're they're special films. and, And I think they deserve. Uh, to be treated in a in a special way because they, they have a magic that other films just wish they had.
1: And if there's one person to do it, it's you.
2: Bob, <laughs> well, thank you. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Guaranteed.
1: So, yeah, thank you very much, Ryan. Um We shall bid farewell. We shall uh, tie up the show. And like I say, hopefully you'll uh, look forward to hearing yourself. Um, I know. I, know, I don't
2: know, know if I want to hear myself. <laughs> to to you.
1: Well, you've heard it before. I mean, no one likes the sound of their own voice. Do no
2: no no, no they, they don't. I, I cringe every
1: time i hear <laughs> yeah. myself it's yeah. fine i mean like i say we 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 did i mean we had you on uh we knew that you'd have a lot of points um we're happy to step back and let you discuss them um we know that you uh, have have got a, a great way of explaining and, and discussing things so uh yeah we just wanted to let you let mm-hmm. you loose babe basically so um <laughs> well, so uh, no worries no uh we've really enjoyed it yeah. um it's probably made me think about the film i've just watched an awful lot more yeah yeah. um so uh so yeah thank you very much for that probably won't sleep now thinking about the the, mythology mythology of the kills and stuff i need to know
2: steve and mark but i don't know which one of you is steve and which one of you i just know steve and the good
1: looking ones mark (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm terry and he's june that's it (laughs) so so, yeah i'm steve he's mark so okay i should have
2: asked at the beginning i'm like oh my gosh i know it's steve and mark but I don't know which one is which. It's,
1: not, it's not important. Yeah. <laughs> Terry and June—that's what yeah. we go by. We go by. <laughs> that works
2: too. Right, okay. it's been a pleasure.
1: Yeah, it has been a it's pleasure. been a pleasure. Thank you, guys. Thank you thank very you much, much, Ryan. I will catch you soon. Yeah, catch See you yeah. soon. Bye-bye. Bye, you bye. You, bye-bye. Bye. 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 Okay. And there we are. That was Ryan. It was Ryan. Yeah, it was. That was uh, like I say. I mean, we invited Ryan on. Um, we knew that he would uh, certainly be able to discuss it an awful lot better than us. Um, proofed his point. Certainly, yeah. yeah and, and, and I'm quite jealous that he does a green-white in class and I can't go to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm more jealous that he has something to do with Sesame Street Live. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, I'd uh, love to go to that. The American classes where they talk about going to uh, night school and stuff, it sounds so great. It's
1: just, I'm just thinking about Sesame Street Live. I just want to say it. Okay, oh. uh, so let's wrap this bad boy up because yep. we've run very long. Um uh, after taking it on um, next week, yeah, what are we doing? Seeing a little silhouette of a man, scatter <laughs> scattermooch, <laughs>
0: <scadamouche, laughs> and doing the fandango.
1: Yeah, so we are off to see uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. We are. We might have uh, some people tagging along.
0: We might. Yeah, if um, we so feel the need. Well, if we to can fit extend it our social calendar to them. Which I suppose we'll have to really.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, yeah, we've got to discuss it, but yeah. we, we're going to see Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Um, so let's tie it up. How can people contact us, mate? They can contact us um, on Twitter, which is at
0: movie underscore drone. They can contact us via email um, at movie drone podcast at hotmail.com. We are available on iTunes, Pocket Cast, Stitcher, and Podbean. We are indeed. Um, um, we are. Yeah, that's it. I did that seamlessly. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've got my act
1: together. It's taken nearly two hours into the podcast. Yeah, well, one movie punch took like about twenty-seven I've days. I got the giggles, and, mate. I can't. Yeah, uh, I got the giggles. I know. Um, okay, so uh, thank you very much for listening. Yeah, thank um, you. Thank you to Ryan. Thank you to everybody else that interacts. Um, and we shall see you on Episode the other sixteen.
0: Side. We will. Wow.
1: So, see, right. you later. see you later. Take okay. care. Bye. Bye.